Folks, if you want to represent 10,000 Takes merch today, you can go to our shop at 10ktakesmn.com, and we have the shop tab. We have a lot of cool merch, hoodies, T-shirts, everything. We have some new 10K Takes Eras T-shirts, best bar tees, uh, hockey collection type stuff. It's a lot of fun stuff on there. If you go on there right now, 10ktakesmn.com, shop tab, you'll see everything you need. We got the Get It In Deep shirts. It's a great um, one. Which is a hockey shirt. Um, Spurgino's Pizza, a lot of different things like that. If you want to represent uh, our hockey stuff or just general 10,000 take stuff, go to our shop. Again, that's at 10ktakesmn.com, shop tab. Represent 10,000 takes today. Check out our football and baseball collections as well. On this episode of It's a Bit, I'm back from Mexico. I'm back in the great country of the United States. I'll tell you a little bit about the trip. We don't need to take up too much of it about it, but uh, there's a lot of things to talk about in Minnesota sports. we got the Timberwolves. They're an absolute wagon. Vikings fall to the Broncos, go for football's a dumpster fire, and it's axe week. And uh, the Wilds suck too. We're also going to go over our bits of the week as always and end the show by introducing a new segment, build a parlay, sorry, build an underdog pick em where uh, I think we're going to start a new league uh, between us of picks every week. And whoever has the worst record by the end of maybe the fall sports season, which would be technically spring, is going to have to do some sort of punishment. We're just going to talk it out in front of you, the listeners. So all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Bossman, joined by Wags, journalist Jake, and guest producer Haley. We got Zane's girlfriend on the uh, on the hot keys, making sure we're cutting our all of our angles. You do have a mic, by the way, Haley, so if we say some stupid shit and you want to you jump in and correct us, uh, you feel free to do it. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know as much about the twins as our normal producer? Can we be like, no one knows as much about the twins as I do. Hey, you I have s- as long of ha- blonde hair as our normal producer. Yeah, you got the same length and color hair as our producer, which is hilarious. I did see Cam went 0 for 3 in his basketball picks yesterday. He's probably sad. He he had to stop by my apartment on Saturday and, and pick up my traveling golf bag because he was going to play golf in Denver, and he looked, like, depressed. And he said, my bas- my football picks are not doing Or he said he was 3-0 and yesterday, but he was 0-3, I think, today or something. He wasn't very happy. So That literally dictates his entire mood. It's his betting record. It's yeah. betting record. It's not like your your life goals, your job, performance, what, what your relationships. You relationships. It's, it's, it's a tough existence. I've been there, and that's why I dialed it back a little bit in yeah. the spring because I found myself getting angry at matinee baseball. <laughs> I was watching the Tigers and the Royals. And I was watching on TV, and there were four more people watching in the stands, and that was probably it. I was like, what am I doing? Cam is good at sports betting, but it's because he doesn't watch TV. He doesn't play video games. Literally, all he does for fun is watch whatever sports are on the TV. Yeah. Well, um, I am back from Mexico, fellas. Thanks for keeping the ship afloat while I was gone. As as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube where you'll see in the clips, I did buy a drug rug. Um, oh yeah, you're a stoner now. I know. Yeah, my parents Dude. are. My parents are like, this doesn't mean you're going to start doing drugs, are you? And I'm like, guys, I think there's more of a gateway than just a piece of a clothing. clothing. Yeah. Or they said, do do people who use drugs do those? I think that's what my mom said. And I said, yes, they do. 
or do they wear those? I said, yes, they do. But yeah. people who do, do drugs eat a lot of food sometimes it's, too, you know, like it's, <laughs> they also, I think the actual name for this thing is a poncho. I think in America, we think of ponchos as plastic rain protectants. Yeah, we wear like rain ponchos. If if you ask someone in Mexico, can I buy one of those? What is that called? Or the way they label it on the shelves, it's called a poncho. Did you buy it from the resort or is this like you were? I bought this on an island. Okay. So it's it's genuine. Yeah. And dude, the salesman, I I won't talk about this trip too much. I don't want it to be the the focal point of the show, but I, I did prepare some talking points from Mexico. This was my first time leaving the country, so... This was quite an experience. I was supposed to go to Mexico a couple of years ago and the old vid. You've never been to Canada? The vid. I haven't been to Canada. Okay. Interesting. It's, it's kind of like here, but it's, it's literally it's the more same expensive. Thing, dude. Yeah. So I haven't gone to Canada yet. But um, here's the thing I was there for seven days. It, it was a lot. I got to say, I think a four or five day trip is more ideal just because you kind of start to miss the daily routine of working. I mean, don't get me wrong, waking up and drinking all inclusive and eating all day and hanging out with friends and family is awesome. But after four or five days of partying, you're kind of worn out. So I don't know if I'm just a sicko when I love work or I don't know. But it sounds like it. Cause I never, even if it's a week long vacation, I'm never thinking of like, I wish I was working yeah. right now. Right. You're worried about maybe thinking about coming back to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's more of what it, it, what it is, is those last few days, the it's like Sunday scaries on steroids. Yeah, you know how much work you're missing <sighs> and how much work you're going to have when you get back. Yeah, in Vegas, that always happens to me when we yeah. take our annual Vegas trip. Yeah, I wish there was a way to combat that, but there's really not. We did. We may or may not have said in the last couple of weeks on the podcast that you were running with the cartel. So that's funny you mentioned that yeah. because I was going to say... I'm one of them who has complained about some, not complained, but talked about the rougher areas of the Twin Cities, right? I happen to kind of live in one right now. Yeah. Not not like rougher areas, but live but like downtown Minneapolis, downtown St. Paul, uptown. These are great areas that do have, sure, a sure amount of, a uh, good amount of sketchy people walking around. They're high populist areas, and those right. areas will always have, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but let me say, guys, there is fucking nothing compared to downtown Cancun. <laughs> there is nothing that I can compare to that because... I shit you not. We get off the plane. So this was another thing I did not realize until I got there is that a lot of the gorgeous resorts in Cancun are not in actual Cancun. They're no. in the suburbs of Cancun. Yep. And you got to take a shuttle like 45 minutes away. Yep. I shit you not. You couldn't have wrote this up any better. We're on the shuttle on the way to our resort, just passing the airport. And I see a white pickup truck labeled La Policia. And in the back of it, there is a motherfucking guy on a mounted 50 caliber machine gun straight out of modern warfare Two, hmm. straight out of the cartel straight out whatever i'm like those are the guys that are fighting the cartel if you drove one of those things down downtown minneapolis the entire city would evacuate oh yeah hmm. dude when uh when Haley and i were in jamaica just uh the people patrolling our beaches had ak-47s it's wild yeah it's oh, pretty cool <laughs> I mean, why can't we have that? Like I said, I've been, I felt safe. Yeah, I've, I would been, too. I've been one to say like, oh, this area of Minneapolis is sketchy or this area of St. Paul like feels sketchy because it's a dimly lit alley. I have never once seen a pickup truck with a 50 caliber machine gun Mounted. in the back of it that close to an airport, an international airport. It was bananas. I was blown away. Well, and, and also like the, the cartel is not really that active in the air in the Cancun area. They like that's they own all the resorts pretty much anyway. So they don't want a bunch of violence to happen to people like you visiting. But yeah, it still is a pretty big issue to the people who live there on a day in day out basis. The other thing that was outrageous was uh, they love advertising down there so much that they sold the rights to their air traffic control tower to talkies, the, the chip. <laughs> Um, it's a wrap, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I know our friend Edson, who listens to this every week, is a big fan of Takis. Takis. Uh, takis. Yeah, shit you not. It, Google it. Cancun Airport 
air traffic control tower, it is wrapped in a massive Takis logo, repeating Takis logo. That that was crazy to see. Yeah. Um, but some other things I have, the, the pesos conversion is kind of terrifying because if you, if you, like we played golf off the resort and you have to pay for things in pesos, you can obviously use a credit card and it just converts it electronically, but you're like, Oh, I'll take five beers. And it's like, that'll be 4,000 pesos. Yeah. They, we need to figure out a way to just not show that to people. Cause it was terrifying to see that number. I know it's like, Oh, that's $40 still though. The, 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 the peso conversion is just fucking crazy kind of like it it makes it sound richer than you actually yeah, are I know. <laughs> in that sense but i would be yeah i'd be terrified if i went up to pay for something and it's like this is thirty thousand pesos yeah. i just immediately think of u.s dollars they use the dollar sign though for pesos yeah. which oh, is crazy geez. they use the money sign which i'm not i'm not great with international currency i thought that that sign was just for u.s dollar but apparently it represents all sorts of currencies but yeah like the peso conversion um, my wedding officiating career has officially been kicked off. I crushed it. Uh, my cousin Vanessa and her husband Justin, great people, got married. They got married right on the beach. I got to do the officiating, which you know was probably good because I had to bring my laptop. And in the mornings when everyone would already be down at the the swim up bar, I would be kind of working away, put, putting yep. this thing together. Which I think it was good because it reminded me that I still had some brain power left through all the shots of hornitos that I was doing. Now, was it? Uh, did you do you run a long ceremony or do you keep it short and sweet, right to the point? Oh, short and sweet. I would mm-hmm. love. Yeah, I'd, I would. It was love about that. thirteen minutes flat, I think. <laughs> oh, but that's perfect. But mm-hmm. thanks to allegedly Chat GPT, I was able to come up with some very some very power. I mean, you know, you tell Chat GPT. This is what I think. This is how I want it worded. It spits it out into a very professional way that, you know, someone of my caliber of intelligence wouldn't be able to come up with. And uh, put together a very, it helped me put together a very great ceremony. So, mm-hmm. well, and you said it was right on the beach, too. Right on the, yeah, right. Just, sorry, right on the Caribbean. My dad kept correct. I kept calling it the ocean. He's like, nope, Jacko, it's, a, it's, that's the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm like, fucking A, the other side's the Gulf of Mexico. I'm like, mm. there's ocean here somewhere and it's, I know it. Your dad knew what the fuck you meant, okay? Yeah, <laughs> the pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, pretty much. Um, last thing I'll say is we did a catamaran. Oh, no, wait. One more thing before the catamaran. I'm, I'm, out, I'm out on the ocean. Yes. I'm canceling the fucking... Not an ocean Impromptu guy. cancel of the ocean. So there's swim-up bars, pools everywhere, right? There is a gorgeous... Uh, sorry. A gorgeous Gulf of Mexico that we went on. <laughs> and uh, you get sand everywhere. I run into the ocean. Sorry, the the Gulf of Mexico. Immediately, my mouth is full of salt water. I'm covered in seaweed. I'm itching head to toe, and I lose my fucking sunglasses in in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So, I'm out on the ocean. I, I did the ocean for one day. It was more like one hour, and then I walked up and I go, "Okay, now I can say I swam in the in the Caribbean." Yeah, I'm, I'm done with it now. Yeah, as a uh, just, I've been to Mexico too. Um, in the Cancun beaches, the ocean sucked. I, I yeah. will agree with you. Jamaica it was crystal blue water. It was a blast. You could see everything. Even Florida was a great time. But yeah, like the Mexican beaches, especially in the Cancun area, they have a seaweed problem, and it also stinks a lot. Yeah, it's I not keep, great. I keep thinking Cancun is on. It, Cancun's not on the Pacific side. It's on the it's Gulf like, of Mexico side. I'll, I'll show you a map. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I keep. It's like the I, most. It's really southern part of Mexico. I keep. I keep thinking it's on like literally it's, the it's west side of Mexico on the Pacific Ocean. It's on. It's on like a. That was the east it's, side. It's like a peninsula, okay. basically. So west look, side. ready, ready. So this is Cancun. Okay. And so. Okay. It's way, it's oh, okay. way down yeah, there. Yeah. I thought it was on the opposite so, side of Mexico. Okay. As you can see, Cabo the left side of it is the Gulf. The right side is the Caribbean. Hmm. I actually went to, and then Cuba's actually right, right there. Right next to it. I went to this little Cuba. island right here. I believe it was this one. Yeah, Isla Cozumel, I think, was the one. No, I went to, 
I went to Isla Mujeres. That's where I bought the drug rug. Nice. And I bought a fake pair of Oakleys. So um, last thing I'll say, to get to that island, I took a catamaran, which if you don't know what a catamaran is, it's basically a huge boat, local boat, that takes large groups of people to various islands and places. And mm-hmm. um, super cool. It was all you can drink. Uh, very impressive how these catamaran guys do it. Mm-hmm. They, uh, It was a really kind of rough day. It was cloudy and the, the winds were blowing, so the waves were insane. And you have to hold on to something. That's how hard it is to keep balance on how rough the water was. And these guys do this every day. They're walking throughout the area between all of these people laying down, grabbing for stuff, and they're serving you drinks. At, like, if you were to, if the average person stood up, like they would fall flat on their face. That's how rough the waters were. These guys are just casually walking around, serving you drinks, serving you tequila shots, filling up your La Cerveza, which is beer. That's probably the first word I learned when I was there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it all shout out to the cat, the catamaran guys, dude. They're just they're a different breed. I asked the guy, I go, how in the flying fuck do you not fall overboard? He goes, I've been doing this for a long time, man. It's all about balance, stance. I'm like, you probably have core strength that I'll never understand. Stall on the hips. Yeah, <laughs> so you tell you. Yeah, but yeah, the catamaran took you to uh, <laughs> took it to the island. I bought the fake Oakleys there. I bought uh, I bought the the drug rug, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. When I was golfing, I saw monkeys. Nice. Monkeys are kind of cool. I was trying to fit one in my golf bag and take it home, but Oh, they're like the tiny ones? They're the ones that run on all four legs. Mm-hmm. They're kind of they're kind of bigger monkeys. Oh, okay. They're like a, it's almost like a half and then they have stray dogs too, which is sad. All over yeah. the place, yeah. But they had stray dogs and monkeys and then lizards. Lizards yeah, run all, all over, the over the place. Yeah, and Was it how hot like was the average day when you were there? It was like mid 80s oh, and it perfect. actually rained so, it rained two of the days one of the days we were golfing when it was really hot way too hot though mm-hmm. because the golf course was not very close to the ocean so you didn't get that breeze mm-hmm. it was more of like in the jungle there were crocodiles on the golf course they had warning signs everywhere i didn't get to see one okay crocodiles stray dogs monkeys and uh lizards that's that was the golf experience in uh, cancun you don't but, get that in Minnesota. I'll no, tell you that. Yeah. No, I also forgot my golf shoes and a swimsuit in Minnesota. So <laughs> you didn't bring a swimsuit to Mexico. I didn't bring dude? a swimsuit to Come Mexico. Come on, <laughs> colossal fuck up is the way I worded it. Luckily, my mom packed like seven of them for my dad. He's like, just take one of mine. I'm not gonna wear all these. Mom, my mom's like, but you got to promise to give that to your dad one day because it is a cute swim. I'm like, I, I'm gonna take this and not give it back. I ended up giving it back later, but I was mm. like, this is mine for the rest of the trip now. Was it a cute swimsuit? It was. Okay. <laughs> my mom good. has great... Shout out to my parents. Anytime you think that you're like totally self-sustainable, your parents remind you why you're not. Because mm-hmm. if they weren't on that trip, I would have had to go down to that goddamn gift shop and overpay for a swimsuit. Yep. You'd have to pay 40,000 pesos. It's, yeah, it's like the probably 60,000 pesos. 60, Best parents in the pesos. world, and man, they still know me way better than I know myself, clearly. So... But that was the Mexico experience. Um, I did watch some sports. I did watch the uh, – it's cool. They had a sports bar on the resort that mm-hmm. opened just for us because there was enough Vikings fans down there that we watched the New Orleans game. Yep. And then I didn't get to watch any wild games, which I was totally fine with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I basically had to follow the wild and the wolves through my phone. Um, and then I think I streamed the gopher game on my phone while we were golfing and that Which, was a disaster. Oh yeah. You didn't you want to watch that. That was the, that yeah. was the Purdue one. I think that was the onside kick game. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Was, yeah. The only Hawk. positive of that game. Unfortunate. Gosh. I'm just unfortunate. I, I know mm. we'll, uh, we'll get into it. I guess, I guess, um, but yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm appreciative that you guys held the ship afloat and that, uh, you carried on, even though Minnesota sports have not been very easy to talk about the last few weeks. 
but uh, I had I had fun. I it was well needed time off, but I'm I'm glad to be back. Fuck yeah, yeah. You're back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and by the way, I got to remind you how uncultured you are because you don't travel. Remember, I said. Oh yeah, I, I that's right. I, was, I said I was going to be like that. That yeah, the, you weren't there on the last episode. And like three episodes the, the, ago. Three now. episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, the last episode Jack was on. You were you were talking about how when you came back, you're going to not only bitch at me but bitch mm-hmm. at everyone else. Well, do you, you guys know how many threads are yeah. in this? Uh, <laughs> do you know the old lady I bought this from? She's been. She's been making these by hand since the 40s. Yeah. I don't think anyone in America under, under what have you bought understands that. Yeah. yeah, Jake, Jack and I are man of men of culture. We've traveled. Yeah. Jake, talk to me the next time you've been to East Lake hey, Harris. I will tell Can- you. Have you. You've never been to Canada? Do you know how to... I've been to Canada when I was really young. Okay, so you're kind of a man of culture. I'm kind of, but dude, I'll tell you, the Boundary Waters was fantastic. In Minnesota though. But it is in Minnesota, but it that's is a, a, that's a... That's a staycation as people, far as I'm concerned. People do travel from around the world to go to the Boundary Waters. Yeah, Voyagers. It's crazy. Uh, and Voyagers, Voyagers is and the North awesome. Shore. Yeah. That part of the state is like a worldwide attraction. Were Lewis and Clark ever up there? Um, no, because fuck them. They just went to Oregon. <laughs> Lewis and Clark and the guy who likes to rip up maps. Have you ever oh, seen yeah. The family guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just tears up the map. Why did we bring this guy? Yeah. And then they had Sacagawea. <laughs> why, why were you saying her name like you didn't know I don't, it? I, don't, I, I was yeah. going to say Pokegama, and I'm like, that's not right. They met up with Sakajui at some point, right? Yes. She wasn't yeah, part of the original voyage. She wasn't. She was. No, she was part of the original voyage. No. I thought she was assigned. Okay. I could be. I you know I could be completely wrong, but I thought she was assigned. Yeah, I think she was. Well, wow, everyone listening is like the American education system has failed these these, right. these young men. Yeah, but if you ask us about sports betting, we'll fucking we'll <laughs> yeah. knock your lights out, man. You want to talk about fucking Kirk Cousins ceiling next next <laughs> year? We could talk about <laughs> Dude, that. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, I guess okay. So I worded the um, the segment. We're changing this the name of the segment at least to the Minnesota Rundown and Ode to Jake. <laughs> Why is Jake. that just an Ode to me? We all did this. Uh, yeah, but, but you you carried on the show when no one really knew what was going on. Yeah, no yeah. one knew what the it fuck was, was just happening. it was just Jake listening to two people scream at each other who had been arguing over the internet while you would facilitate it, and that was the show. I still think it was a <clears> good <throat> concept for a show having two people argue and having a judge. However, we just didn't it we didn't stick with it long enough. We didn't really well we didn't people. Want, didn't want to join it and then there wasn't enough topics or something and then people would just i don't know it turned in it was just weird there was an episode where <laughs> it fizzled uh, out there's an episode where one of our content creators accused the other one of being a serial killer it was a whole thing is that so. the coleman bubba <laughs> yes, well then was. there was well then there was, that was weird andy and cam and andy told or cam told andy some really heinous things he's like i put that fucker in a body bag and then and then andy said depth doesn't matter and how like Oh, because the Gopher basketball team was awful off the bench, and then Andy tried to explain how that's not the problem. Uh, that's not well. Then a player transferred out or something, or a player got injured, and he's like, "It doesn't matter. Depth doesn't matter." Yeah. Okay. Like, so this is weird. The Minnesota rundown this week. We're gonna start with the Wolves. Um, absolute fucking wagon. I, I wanted to start on really the only positive note around here as of lately. Um, thank God for them, or we wouldn't have anything positive to talk about. I know people say. Well, all these college hockey teams, that doesn't count. No. We all root for different college hockey teams. They're all niche. Teams. Well, also, we hold Minnesota as a state holds a monopoly on college hockey. If a Minnesota team isn't winning you know, the national championship every year, Minnesota's doing it wrong. Right. Like we failed the last two years then? Yeah, yeah we have. Yes. That's a tough yeah. look. I mean, what other, I mean, uh, can, is there even another state that has, I, mean, I guess uh, Boston has two teams, right? Massachusetts has like, and New York State. No, nope, but remember, Gail McCarr said that Colorado was a state oh, of yeah. hockey. Yeah, fuck that. How many? <laughs> they have how like, many? They have Denver and Colorado College. Right? I think that's it. Isn't Caleb McCarr? Didn't he play college hockey? But he played at Denver. Did he, he played. Play at Denver? He played. Let's. But he's from. Let's, let's he, he's not even from Colorado. 
Kel McCarr. He played. He's a Canadian ice hockey. Yeah, dude, shut up. You're named don't, after a fucking vegetable. Don't talk. Don't talk about the United States if you're from Canada. Kel, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're shutting the whole country of Canada down. Yeah, he's from Calgary, Canada. Um, where did he? Play? Oh, he played for uh, UMass. Mm. Okay, that's because then why are you bitching? That was a whole. That was a weird. Why is he, he bitching about like Colorado being like the best state? Fuck him. It's because I think the same year they won the cup, they won the Natty Champ. Denver did, which was impressive. I'm yeah. not saying that Colorado doesn't have hockey, but people don't understand the state of hockey goes deeper than just. College, high school, it's high school, middle school, all that like deeper roots. It's about the sedentary, citizenry for all the basketball fans who are like, you guys finally start talking about the wolves and hockey comes up. Sorry, the wolf, the wolves are incredible. Uh, Cad is actually playing well. Rudy's playing great. Mm -hmm. And Anthony Edwards is the guy. He's no, sick, he's no, Jordan. no one's fighting each other. I mean, it's uh, it's yeah. it's great. Yeah, I mean, the last time we recorded an episode of It's a Bit, actually, the night after we got done recording was uh, Draymond choking out Rudy. Ah, that's yeah. what happened that <laughs> night, and that that was absolutely fucking crazy. Now, I, I have a question for you guys. A lot of people were saying. Cat had a chance to start choking out um, Draymond <laughs> and defend Rudy, but he didn't do it. So Cat's a pussy. Do you guys agree with that take or no? I think that's hilarious because. A, first off, that would have earned him a multi-game suspension. Oh yeah. But second off, that's a cat is has now reached the like the Kirk status of he can't do anything right. Yes, he people can. are mad at him for not going out and assaulting another player and getting a suspension. And if I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he he was like the main factor we won that night too? He like went off at the end he's of the been, game. Won, he's been yeah. great all season. I know a lot of us don't want to say it. I but... saw you tweeted out the cat apology form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, someone has to give me that every every week because trust me, I wanna I wanna dislike him for all the bitchiness in the past. I think he's stepping up. I think he's being the guy. He is, and I, I feel bad because just last week on this podcast I trashed Cat. So yeah, yeah well, it, he's, he's been stepping up. It's a cycle up. though. It's easy. You trash him, he builds you up. You forgive him. He does something really bitchy and annoying again. We had a we had a blog on 10KTXMN.com written by Caden, and it was like, Cat is that toxic ex that you can't help but run back to, right? which is which is actually true. really true. Because yeah. I, I feel like I sometimes personally forget that he's almost on the team because he almost seems like he's non-existent to the point where we're going to trade him at any point, and then he all of a sudden he goes off for a couple games, and then he's back on top, and then we're fine. Well, remember, Cat was ha- uh, was hurt the majority of last year. We really haven't seen him and Rudy together playing that much, and I honestly think like we're seeing the result of it in the first what twelve games of the season. Yeah, their their chemistry is a lot a lot better. Um, I was also going to say too: are, are we are we winning the in season tournament? Is is there a bracket? We yeah. Lost, we lose. How's? Uh, I think we played one game already in the pool play. It's a pool play. It oh, that's and, so and that, they spread it out. Yeah, you need to throw a bracket in my face once a day for me to understand this. Yeah, so there's. They, yeah, they changed the color of the courts, and that's all I know about the in-season tournament. Yeah, it seems extreme. Like I've talked about this, it's it. I feel okay. like it's an extremely pointless tournament, but they try to make excitement with it. They changed the court, but yeah, there's pool play. So, so what happened was we won the first game against the Warriors, yep. um, 104 right. 101, and they played this Friday, November 24th, against the Kings in the group stage of the NBA in-season tournament. And, it, and, and we lost that one. No, we no, were, no, that's playing, this Friday. we're playing it this Friday. Oh, because I know we beat the Pelicans this weekend. I watched that game. Yeah, yep. that wasn't part of the in-season tournament. They're, they're spreading it out, okay. kind of like they do for soccer when they do the Champions League, for example. So every other game League. is a pool play game? No, no. because it's been, uh, it's been five games since their last uh, NBA in-season tournament game. This is fucking weird. It's I hard guess. to keep track of it as like, someone who's not like a diehard NBA fan. Well, right? it, I think, but I think for a lot of, yeah, a lot of people, it's still weird because this is the first year they're doing it. I guess. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, so they spread it out. You play 
like three pool play games or something. And then the top two teams out of each pool go to bracket play, which is those games are spread out and it all counts for regular, your regular season record, except for the championship game. Yeah. And we were talking so, about like, like, like what do you get for winning the in season tournament? Do you get a playoff spot? And I think we end up discovering that the only thing you get is like a half, a half a million dollar bonus per player. My, yeah. But uh, money incentives. I get why yeah. they're doing it. Cause this is to combat the whole load management bullshit. Yeah. Of, you know, all these people pay good money to see their favorite players play. And half of them don't even play every game now. And so it, it gives them a reason to play every night and to show up and make the fans happy. I think I've heard the NHL is looking into doing mm-hmm. a similar thing just to, just to make the regular season more worth it. Cause you got to think with both hockey, you know, with football, it's great because every week matters, but with sports, especially like baseball and then hockey and basketball, you probably get a huge audience that gets really into it at the beginning. And then for all the way from there into the playoffs, it probably dies down because it's just like, Oh, it's a random game in November. If, if I'm a casual, why would I watch it? Whereas now, if those guys have a reason, if there's an incentive to play better or to play more, maybe, but yeah, I don't get it. I was like, no one's going to be really that pumped to win the first in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. Maybe twenty years from now, when there's actually tradition and history with it. But like yeah. the first few years, I just don't know like how how pumped people are going to be or how pumped fan bases will be for winning. I, know. I would say too that we're we're still like new bass. I'll call us new Wolves fans. We've been Wolves fans our our whole life, but we're really as a company trying to get into basketball this year. I actually had a guy in Mexico tell me straight up to my face that our Wolves coverage fucking sucked. Well, it's like well. It's hard when the team was shit in an, in a loaded rigged. I feel like NBA where it was the same two teams for years, mm-hmm. and the Wolves didn't do jack shit. I would say maybe we're born again Wolves fans. Sure, yeah, but born um, again. I like that. Yeah, born again Wolves fans. But it's like we would always kind of follow them. I remember like since our start of 10K, we would put out a blog here and there or a meme here and there. But it was like they would consistently lose, Suck. like they were for the last 10 yeah. years. What are we yeah. supposed to put out? What are we supposed to cover? Oh yeah, they lost this game a little less than the game before. How many years growing up do they win 12 games a season and 10 yeah. games a season? And that, that will drive you to not wanting to care and to watch a team after, they suck. After Garnett left, I stopped it was watching done. like every game. Would do, yeah, after Garnett left in 04 or 05 or whenever it was, it was like, okay, well, they suck this year, but they're a couple years away. That's because they have Rubio. And it was like that until 20... Till Ant? Till, till literally oh. Ant. You know, and we had that one good year with Jimmy Butler, but then he leaves. So it's yeah. like, okay, well, then we're back to square one. Then we get D'Lo, and that was supposed to be the next big thing. And I don't yeah. know. It's It was tough to watch them. It wasn't the Wolves in it, because like, I think we all watch teams when they suck, but it was also just the landscape of the NBA in the mid-2010s was just Golden State and Cleveland and super yep. teams. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just fucking annoying to watch anything in the NBA. It was like Golden State and then whatever team LeBron was playing yeah. for. It was always in the championship. And a lot of the player in the load management shit, which still happens, and I think a lot of the players are kind of like babies and full of themselves and stuff, but I think it's gotten a little better. So it's a little more – the NBA in itself is a little more doable to watch and then that and with the Wolves being good. It's fun, it's fun now, yeah. and that makes us sound like bandwagoners, but we're also not basketball guys first. We're hockey guys first. Hockey mm-hmm. guys um, yeah. and go for hoops guys. And really, I mean, I don't want to be a douchebag, but credit to us because we actually haven't gotten into the Wolves a lot lately. I've been watching at least highlights or games when I can. Like So it's – you know. Yeah. And it's all because the Wolves are great. They're giving right, you a reason right, to watch. And yeah. uh, Ant is Ant is the most electric player in the NBA right now. He's, He's so fun exciting. to watch. Yeah, Even the whole roster, I can't think of someone right now that's let us down this year. At least I've watched three or four of the, of the 13 games, and every player out there is doing something exciting or making an impact. There's not someone on the court that makes me go, like, 
this guy needs to be benched. This guy needs to be sat. Can't say the same about the wild, but at least with the wolves, it's like, I think ever. And if you look at the stats, it's balanced. Everyone's contributing. Also fans are getting a lot more into it this year. Did you guys see the dude who uh, shaved his chest to say Nas? I did see that. So yep. Nas Reed is still making, uh, making waves in the, in the fan community. Jeez. Nas Reed. My favorite thing is uh, a new player joined the Timberwolves this year, and his name is Shake Milton. Yes. And I, and I love that name so Shake. much. Best name in basketball. It is. Milkshake. Shake Milton. Also, uh, speaking of shakes, uh, uh, free Chick-fil-A for the first time all season when Daquan Jeffries missed both free throws last night against uh, against the New York Knicks. So, uh, the For t- the New York Knicks, right? Yeah, for the New York yeah. Knicks. Um, so the Target Center does this thing called Brickin' for Chicken. <laughs> Every time an opposing player on the visiting team misses two consecutive free throws, uh, free throws in one quarter, everyone with the Timberwolves app will score free Chick-fil-A in the original chicken. They'll get a free original chicken Timberwolf sandwich. I, I worded <laughs> it. Chicken I, no, okay. I worded. I worded. I, I pasted this quote into my notes, and it did not format very well. Okay. If you if if a player misses two chicken free chicken. throws, then everyone gets a free chicken sandwich. Okay. Last night was the first time it happened all season, and I don't know if you guys saw the video. The place fucking erupted. Yeah. So free chicken. I love when they do those kind of promos. I think like they go for basketball <laughs> six or seven <laughs> years even, ago. Don't even bring them up. Well, this was like six or seven years ago. They had some sort of crazy deal with uh, with the uh, free throws in the second half with an opposing team. But they it was something weird. If they went one for two, you got a free pizza because it was Patino's pizza thing. Oh yeah, but I some remember weird that, shit. Yeah. Well, in the wild, do. Uh, Wendy's breakfast sandwiches. I see. That's I, so I think random. it's if we score three or more goals in a home game. I yeah. think everyone in the arena gets Four a goal. I'm wondering how many people are cashing in on that. No, I need I need the statistics from Wendy's on how many Wild fans are walking into Wendy's the next morning and saying, "Give me that fucking breakfast sandwich." The Wild put up three goals and still lost. <laughs> have you guys noticed the Timberwolves? Uh, they kind of have like a pretty awesome home court advantage in Minnesota. They're six and zero at home this year. Mm. It has looked electric in there. I want to get so, to it. So, well, sh- start the conversation. Should we be going to games if they're six and zero? I feel like I feel like we're gonna bring the bad wild mojo in there. And yeah, we're yeah. gonna start losing. It's yeah, we need point. to wait. We need to wait till they lose a game, and then we'll start yes. going. Because if we go for the first time and they lose, people are never gonna let us be Wolves fans. We're, we're not gonna hear the end of it. No, at all. And you get they're like, okay, yeah, you guys should stop covering the wolves and stop going to games. You know who shouldn't stop covering the wolves is uh Timberwolves Brazil. I'm still in on those guys. <laughs> I don't know where they get this ammunition from for all these videos. We t- I talked about I brought it up about a month ago that they they, per- they post what what is it called? Furry videos? We, it's the, like it's at, like animated porn. I don't even animals. know, dude. The the first one they ever posted of them devouring the animal was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. I my, my theory is a serial killer runs that account. Yeah. And he's using his uh, his motives and his, I guess, his thoughts and his desires. His desires. He's taking it out through these weird animations based around the Timberwolves. I think he lives in the favela. Yeah, he might live in the favela. <laughs> the favela, where they, oh. yeah, basically, where it's modern warfare too, twenty four seven. Yeah, that map. Yeah, dude, I feel like uh, the Wild and Timberwolves have switched places because the Wild's last ten games, two five and three. Timberwolves nine and one. Yeah, that's crazy. It's- Jake, they, the state of basketball. Yeah, the state, state of, of basketball. A lot of people will tell you it's that. It's time to start I mean, the conversation. Start the conversation. <laughs> I think, I think it, it's, it's done. It's stayed up. It should just tweet that out and see what interactions I get. But I remember when the Timberwolves started one and two, I was like, oh, yeah, they're 
Just like every year. <laughs> Going to be 500, maybe make the playoffs, and then... After three games, you're already just <laughs> yeah. drawing well, conclusions. Yeah. Probably was at the that's, bar drinking, That's the too. Minnesota sports fan but, in you, though. But especially with the Wolves. Yeah. You know, they're one and two. Oh, it's done. It's over. There's they're no gonna way be, they're going to... Yeah. I, I think we said in the beginning of the show, or the beginning of the year, we're like, here's my Wolves preview. They're going to make the last spot in the play-in tournament. They're going to lose in the first round. I, I think we said that. And that's when I made the bet that if they make it past the first round, I'll go on the darkness retreat. Darkness retreat bet is not looking great no, for me not, at, at, no. at this point of the season, but anything can change. I'm not going to root against them. I would actually prefer to go on the darkness retreat because that means the Wolves are crushing it in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're fun, man. It's it's fun. It's really fun to watch basketball in this in the Twin Cities for the first time. And, I mean, last the last few years, you know, they made the playoffs. But playoffs? This, I, like, people are saying championship contenders. Yeah. I, I still am scared to label them that until they're actually there. Yeah, agreed. But – it's cool to hear those words. I mean, they're doing things that championship teams do, which is beat the best teams in the league consistently, right? They got a great dub against the Celtics and the Nuggets, and they're nine and one, six and zero. Oh Warriors home. twice. Yeah, yeah. One of them was or, up without Steph Curry, but that doesn't even matter because yeah. the first time Steph was with the team, and they actually beat him by more. Yeah, they were the they were the Nuggets' first loss of the year. Yeah, yeah. And they beat the yeah Celtics. All these we got top the end. we got the Sixers tomorrow night. Do yeah. you see? Uh, I got I got a. I got to give the account credit that did it, but there is a pizza place in Northeast that purposely made a Philly style pizza and threw it in the trash. Oh, yes, oh I yes. saw that. Uh, it, look, it looks sorry. so nice. It looks so good. And they Fr- just chuck it Friday night. We play the Phillies and that'll be a good test. Cause I believe they're 10 and three as well. So that, that could be a great test. It was uh let me see here. Got to pull it up. But yeah, that, I mean, you could argue that that's uh, food waste, but mm-hmm. I would call yeah. it more of a uh, championship mindset. Symbolism. Okay, so yeah, Parkway Pizza in Northeast Minneapolis. In honor of Wednesday's Timberwolves game against the 76ers, we tried to make an Embiid-style pizza, but it always wanted to flop and land on the ground, which is a good bit. So, it actually looks uh, that's good. great. I know, that's, I feel bad, but also that's a good bit. That's a great bit, because Embiid is. is a little bitch. Yeah, he is. He's always bitching, complaining so is Kat, about though. something. Yeah, I see Cat and Embiid. Oh, that's why it's going to be a good matchup. That could be a bet. Who's going to get into a brawl? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be Cat and Embiid. Yeah. Well, also like uh, Go for Hoops is three and one. No, we're not talking about Go for Hoops. Let's give them a they little do bit look, more time. Jake, little, little little credit to them though, because they have looked a little better than last year. Have they beat any teams without a hyphen in their name yet? Um, no, but <laughs> I will say they are beating San these Houston teams. State, well, no, dude, USC Upstate. Are you not going to talk about that embarrassing Missouri? Job? Yeah. Okay, it sucked. All right, but, so we're but, transitioning to go for hoops? I, apparently, let's but, do it. Let's no, no, do no, no, it, but listen. He's just so, so confident in the team when the one so real test. So are not they, that confident. The one real look, test they faced, they fucking blew it. They blew it, but they lost by how many points? Uh, two. And They gave it to a freshman. And, no, it was, was it just one point? They it was just by? one point. Yeah, yeah. And last year, they were losing games to the hyphenated teams by 10 points. <laughs> why now did, they're beating why? those teams by 20 points and losing to Power 5 schools by a point, which they choked. Which is, but now they're back to Minnesota average. Didn't they have a? Weren't they winning by over twenty points? They were winning by over twenty points in the second half. I believe. Why did they give the ball to a freshman? Uh, he's a four-star recruit, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, at least he had a reason. Were the lights too bright, Jake? He's, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, or the background's too dark, or something. At the bar, bar, that they've bar, been barn about. is the barn is a little darker of an arena, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, a little bit, behind behind the lit. rims. It's dim. Apparently, some players like it, some don't. But I think we got to start having the conversation if the barn needs to end. I wish I wish Cam was here so we could ask him about the court. Remember? Oh, Matt, uh, massive L, massive L. Literally looks like what it was five years ago. <laughs> hey, if. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If the golfer basketball team is halfway decent, halfway through the year, we, we should go to a game. They, I already want to get to a game. 
Because they already have proven to me they're a lot better than last year. <laughs> How much just by cost? beating a team by twenty points? How much does it cost to sit courtside at one of those games? Like uh, hundred dollars. Well, uh, for a a Big Ten opponent, it will probably be around there. But I but hyphen, for like hyphen school for for hyphen school, I mean maybe thirty bucks, twenty bucks. We, we sit courtside. We should do that. We should do it. That sounds like fun. Yeah, we should. It was like a dollar or two for like. The first game against Bethune Cookman on a Monday night. <laughs> do they give some... you? Do they give you a free beer with the purchase of your ticket? Dude, if you're sitting courtside, they do give you a free beverage and popcorn. Okay, I don't know do if they, it's beer, but I think I it's think, pop. Do they or sell alcohol there? They do yeah, sell they alcohol do. there. Okay, now. I was gonna they say do. that would have been a massive L. No, no, they definitely do at the Williams. It's a good arena. We got to get back there. Arena. Although That's Jake, the, the court, the court is massive L. The, the court, the court is just a. By massive the way, L. I was. Uh, when's the when's the go for hoops trivia happening? Oh, I did talk to. Uh, talked to. Phil, I did right? talk to Phil this week, and I'm like, we do have to get the trivia going. You need to come into the studio or Zoom, and he's like, I'm more than down to do that. So they're down did to you do tell it. Tell him. People he... know the bit because people were commenting under that post of uh, that post I posted on my reaction. You just see go for hoops dash audio only. He needs to be blacked out though. Yeah, he needs. I I told him that straight up. You need to be blacked out and drunk. Yeah. If if whether yeah whether you're doing this or you do a go for hoops podcast, you are drunk every. Has he watched? Time. Has he watched every game so far this he, year? He said he's watched every game so far this year. It's only been four. Yeah, there's been four yeah. games. I I can't I can't say I've watched them all. So uh, I'd be curious to get his take on the bench strength. Yeah, I I think uh, or or courtside. Apparently, he has courtside tickets through his work, and I've already been invited to an unnamed game at some point. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna what be a game. hyphen game. It's it gonna be, be a hyphen game. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm very curious to go into a game with them if if that does happen. But the we audio, should still get to a game. Only. The audio only podcast yep. and then rock content. He was talking oh. about rock content this weekend. <laughs> I was texting about that. He kept coming. He had two drinks, and he's like, "No, we need. We just need to put out rock content. Rock content. That's what we need. Is rock content." Raw content. That sounds sexual. I know. And then, and then he walks away, and then I'm talking about something else with someone else. It comes up, no, Jake, but we need raw content. It's like that, the, it's that's like what the, we need on the podcast. It's like the episode of It's Always Sunny when uh, Dennis is explaining the movie they're going to make. He goes, action, full penetration, back yep. to action, back to full penetration. It's exactly uh, what it was. And he was saying how I'll provide that raw content. I'll, I'm like, okay, okay. Like very, you know, rock just, content sounds shitty. Like, I know, I know, I don't know what that means. I'm like, what do you mean by raw content? Yes. Raw content, like raw, like authentic. I'm like, okay. Why don't you just say authentic I, content? I, I did, I did mention. I think you guys should do the live show at Smack Shack once a week on like a Tuesday night when nobody's in there and it's just very fucking. That'd just be the most random bar. Go for Hopes podcast live from a fucking oh, nice, yeah. Spe- yeah. Uh, seafood place. You, you told me Phil is also aggressively going off about go for hoops right now. He keeps saying raw content, he, quote unquote. I'll provide raw content. He just I'll provide raw content. I That's think literally what he was saying. It, raw content sounds like unedited video. Yeah, raw which, unedited no, video, which, which is one way of putting sexual too. just not wanting to do work of editing it. <laughs> so, yeah, so just that, like just like his audio uh, only thing. It's is, like he's trying he's trying to spin it in a way. Where it, it makes sense, but it's like no, you're just dodging work. That's that's why that's where the raw content thing started. Was that I'm like you can't do an audio only podcast. No, it's raw content. I'll provide the raw content. You need raw content, and I'll provide the raw content for Go for Hoops. Jesus Christ! I'm like I okay. I don't, I don't think there's a per, I don't think there's a soul in the world asking for raw content to I, Go for Hoops. I know, I know, but I still don't know exactly what that what raw content means when it comes. Maybe yes, heavily unedited shit. <laughs> I don't so, know. So the Gophers are three and one. Is the Gopher Hoops update? Yeah. Is the Gopher Hoops update it's, it's three and it's one? It's the new Loons update. Gonna, it's our raw content of the week for Gopher. We're going to sit courtside. We should paint our chests. 
Home. We should be hardcore maroon. Be U- hardcore U- fans. UMN. Yes, we need to do that. Or RTB. Do you row the boat even though it doesn't apply to basketball? Raw the boat. Oh my god. Raw content. Raw content on the boat. <laughs> now that sounds like a porno. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, you guys, what do you guys want to talk about next? The Vikes? Yeah, let's, we let's get that Vikings. over with. All right. They lost uh, twenty-one to twenty to the Denver Broncos Sunday night on Sunday Night Football. Uh, I mean, the pastronaut bit lives on at least. Like this, everyone's showing up to the game wearing spacesuits. Uh, there was the guy who was extremely chopped wearing the space helmet, yep. which was funny. That was cool. But looked uh, just like a state of skull host, AJ, AJ which yeah. was hilarious. And it's ironic because AJ gets really high, too, sometimes. <laughs> so, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it feels like Dobbs is off the spaceship. He's back to... Uh, back to, down to Earth. Back down to Mission Control, <laughs> yeah. back in Houston. But, I mean, people were, people were kind of trashing his performance. I don't think he played necessarily bad. I think yeah. that the whole offense just slowed down. In he the didn't lose half. the game for us by any stretch. No. Don't get me wrong. Uh, not a good fumble. By the way, the fumble that he did have, uh, he was speared with the helmet, no call on the field, and then the NFL turns around and they suspend um, Kareem Jackson for four games. Yeah. That's how bad the refing was. A fucking uh, an, an offense it was so egregious it warranted a four game suspension. Didn't get called a flag on the play. As you know, um, it was a turnover uh, because of the fumble, and then they kick a field goal for three points. You take that field goal off the board. Who's winning the game? Yeah, because he he just got off a two game suspension for the same in, exact kind going of into that game. And for everyone saying, "Well, it's soft," like Dobbs was the runner, like protect yourself. This motherfucker left his feet. He jumped in the air to spear him. It has nothing to do with the quarterback being a runner. It has everything to do with him leading the hit with the crown of his helmet, which everyone knows is one of the most dangerous plays, not just in football, but in all of sports. And then for everyone saying he hit him in the shoulder, I don't think your face mask should turn sideways if you get hit in the shoulder. No. I don't think your shoulder is where your neck is. That's all no, I'm going to say. That's, it, those the, are different. That was stupid. And there was also a play, too, where... The one of the defenders like grabbed Dobbs's face mask while he was trying to throw like when he was back the pass to or trying to scramble and they mm-hmm. totally missed it. Whereas if that's a Patrick Mahomes, that that flag's being thrown. Yeah. Oh yeah. No well, that yeah, that player ridiculous. that player would be shot in the head on the field yep. if they did that to Mahomes. Dragged off. And yeah. In terms of Josh Dobbs, you can't even like the dude hasn't even been with the team three weeks yet. Like you know what I'm saying though. Like he's yeah. been such a quick amount of time for him. And like one thing it looks like right now with him, anyways, it's, it doesn't look like he wants to throw the ball unless his guy is completely wide open. Did you guys see the same thing there? Yeah, he. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have like the Kirk confidence or the Kirk arm. He's not, or even the Kirk knowledge of the playbook. Right. So I mean, it. He's 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 not he's not gonna be he's not gonna have Kirk's arm, but Mike Vick's legs. Like, yeah. he's Sure, he's not going to be able to hit some of those targets, but he makes up for it with his running. I I think you do have to go with him the rest of this, not like the rest of the season if he starts to play really bad. But at least the next few people games, people are already bringing mm-hmm. up Jaron Hall again, and nah. it's like you you can't. That's gonna that's gonna kill the offensive players if their quarterback is switching every week. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's how you lose the team confidence as yeah. a coach is by not deciding on a quarterback. You got to stick with one guy. Yeah, yeah, I think he's only getting better every week. Obviously, like. You look at the New Orleans game and this game where the offense heavily slowed down and there were a couple questionable decisions, I think, by Dobbs where I think Kirk would have found a for sure. maybe a, pat, a receiver or tried to throw it into a tight window and create a play. But, like, yeah, like he's been here two fucking weeks. Yeah. Like, he's still learning everything. Give him a break. I, I, you know, ultimately, I think you can't turn over the football three times. And people are going after Madison's head, too, after, like— he he had like five or six games where he didn't fumble, and mm-hmm. now he had this game where he fumbled. It was a bad fumble, but now it's like, 
okay, but running backs fumble. That just happens. See, I did see it. I did see a take though of someone saying after the fumble, Madison should have should have gotten the ball less, and Tosh should have gotten the ball a little bit more. However, it was the opposite. They almost exclusively gave Madison the rock after his fumble for the rest of the game. It's really Which weird. Which is weird. Fumble right? it. I, I guess it's a confidence. I don't it know. It is, but like he doesn't even have a rushing touchdown on the year. I know. He rarely gets a rushing he get, touchdown. He gets big breakouts early in the drive, but, I mean, Chandler can do that too. Yeah. I, they, I, I'm, I'm guessing after the fumbling this week, KOC is bringing back that big fucking battering ram thing, and he's going to start punching <laughs> start people beating again. Start players cause, again. Yeah, because that is, dude, it's like, oh, they fumbled on the first drive, right? Again, yeah, who, yep, fumbled, who fumbled the first drive? That was Josh Jobs with the illegal Kareem Jackson Oh, that, was, that yeah. was the illegal hit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We but were, still just were the luck. The, were we in the red zone for that? No, no, that, no, no we weren't. Yet. No, no, no. That was like that. one the of the Madison, first plays of the game. The Madison fumble was in yeah. the red zone. No, I did. And then, and then I, I saw then Dobbs do an interception, right? Yep, in, on our side of the field. Ugh. Yeah, um, I honestly, I after after watching that whole game, the thing that I got the most mad about was the Vikings' second to last drive. You know, the drive where they um, convert the fourth down fake punt. Yep, and they drive all the way down the field. Three they points. get to the twelve yard line and they run, run, incomplete pass. Yeah. If you score a touchdown there, the game's over. The Minnesota Vikings win. Why are we calling the fucking plays so conservatively when we I had know. a chance to win the game right there? I, that, that was, that was what, frustrating. I turned, when the game was finally over, I turned it off. I steamed about that for the, like, like five, ten minutes before I went back to my room. I was that upset. That, fe- that felt very PJ. Very PJ. <laughs> very, very, yes. very Zimmer-esque, actually. I, well, I, not, I, not, not the punt, uh, fake punt. I mean, fuck, uh, you would have you uh, made Zimmer would have made sure we punted that ball mm-hmm. as far as we fucking kid. But, like, that punt return, like, that was, a, or that fake punt, a lot of balls on KOC. But that, yeah, that was very, like, if you're going to have the balls to do it in your own red zone, why aren't you throwing the ball in their red zone? I think the next play, right off the bat, we should have just threw the football. Yeah, I, or, or like a designed run with Dobbs yeah. or something. It's something crazy. Uh, Joey Gallo slash Akilab Evans <laughs> fan on Twitter said, quote unquote, bench Madison or I will leave my wife and children. So <laughs> People aren't happy with the production. Uh, the production's not great and the fans are, quote unquote, not happy. Bill Guerin. Well, the, 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 uh, the quote unquote... Uh, uh, Caleb Evans and Joey Gallo fans are not happy. No, Jake, say, that could be enough. you though. You're a big Joey. I, I think you might be the only Joey Gallo fan. That might be your account. That could that be me, burner? but a Caleb Evans, no. Okay, hey, so that's been, not he's me. been playing pretty well this year. Yeah, but you know that doesn't make sense for me. Joey Gallo aspect, sure. Is you know, someone I got play, the jersey? Is, is someone playing well that continues to be fun to watch? Is uh, Daniel Hunter? He's only one sack back from Miles Garrett on leading the league in sacks. Uh, he doesn't have as big of a crank. As Miles Garrett, if you guys saw the video, he him. made sure that everyone saw his dick. He made mm. sure everyone did. He knew what okay. he was doing. Okay, Dude, I think Daniel Hunt. He probably has a bigger dick than that guy. <laughs> right? I'm, you know, I'm not. I don't gonna, know, we can ask him. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't Jake, him on Jake, the show. You ask him the next time you're out in North Loop because you yeah. seem to always run into it's, players. It just reminds yeah. me of that awesome Powers fucking line. It's like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Daniel. Um, just, so, uh, just, like, just curious. What are you packing? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a video going around of uh, of Miles Garrett, the guy you're chasing for the leading the league in sacks. What's the what's the differential? And he'd be like, what, like in points, like plays? And he'd be like, no, your penis length. What's the cut? Yeah, it's the girth. But seriously, though, like that's what the sports fans want to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, why wouldn't you? We need to report this. This is the news story. This is newsworthy. Well, that way, if they both end with a tie in, in the sack league, that's the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Dick Link, <laughs> Roger Goodell, oh like fly. Gosh. It has to be at a neutral location, though. It does. Yeah, Roger Goodell is the measuring guy. Yeah, maybe, and, maybe and, it'll happen in Canton, Ohio. They'll oh. have a witness. <laughs> Um, you know, making sure yeah. they're uh, Roger Goodell is measuring correctly, and there's no horseplay going on. Right. 
You guys want to hear a crazy Viking stat? Let's hear it. Um, despite not playing in over a month, Kirk Cousins uh, has more touchdown passes than Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, and only one less than Patrick Mahomes. I'm telling you, if Kirk played a whole year this year, he was winning the MVP. MVP. Yeah. And the, the, I, I'm still depressed, man. Kirk, Kirk threw nine weeks, eight weeks. Was that when he got hurt? Was week eight, week week nine? Because what game was that? Green we were, Bay Packers. We were four and, we were th- this was week 11. Week 10 was, I think it was week nine. We were gonna, it was three and four. We were one game away from being 500. Seven, so it was week eight. He's no. going he's gonna to no. finish with way better stats over the season than Zach Wilson, who, who no. even if Zach Wilson would have played every game the way things were trending, I think Kirk in half a season would play way better than Zach Wilson would play in a single season, which is insane to think about. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just such a Minnesota sports. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate moment, yeah. Yeah, we, but we were on the Josh Dobbs, or uh, I think I saw Nick Mullins on the bench. Yeah, he's he back. He's back. He's the guy. Well, remember uh, Josh Dobbs after that illegal hit by Kareem Jackson? He went to the medical tent, and I was like, "Fuck, is it about to be Nick Mullins time?" Nick right? Mullins, Nick big Mullins dick Nick time. Mullins coming in. Big dick Nick. Our big dick Nick. Yeah, that's our version. All right, Kirk got hurt preseason once, hero once last year. He got like the wind knocked out of him, so he came out for one play, and Nick Mullins went in and he threw a screen pass. That's yeah. the only thing that's I only remember thing we've about seen, him. Seen yeah. of Nick Mullins, and that, he crushed it in the preseason. Yeah, well, he did. And I, I was I was talking about this of how unfortunate it is for Jaron Hall because he goes out there and tries to get his time to shine, and people are talking about that. Oh, he got hurt. I'm like, Nick Mullins gets on the IR from an injury from fucking practice. Yeah, that's... he's been waiting for this. Like, I mean, not unfortunate circumstance, but he's been waiting for an opportunity to prove his worth in the NFL. And he's on the fucking IR from a practice injury. I remember, I remember when his name just randomly appeared on the injury report one week, I was like, wait a second. He hasn't hasn't played any football. How is that guy injured? I don't know. That's the most Minnesota thing ever, right he there. He tripped yeah. in the facility somewhere. I also just want to say I'm not I'm not that worried about the Vikings. I mean, I, we're on a third string quarter. Or, yeah, third string quarterback Justin Jefferson not playing. Are the linebacker who calls the plays, who gets the green dot, is hurt? Who they kind of call the heart and soul of that defense? I think the Vikings will be just fine going forward. I mean, do you well, guys think the same? Yeah, but you know, what? yeah, for sure. I mean, the defense is awesome. Brian yeah. Flores is a fucking rock star. I would not be surprised if he gets poached in the offseason. He 100% will. But here's the thing that's crazy as of today. Do you know who is now available as a middle linebacker? The Colts dude. Who was Sha- it? Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. Mm. Darius Leonard. He just got released today by the Colts, which is sad. Um, he, he like fucked up his back a couple years in a row and was in and out of surgeries and stuff. And he just hasn't been the same. Although I think under Brian Flores, he could be a fucking rock star. Mm-hmm. He is currently, as we're talking right now on Tuesday night, a free agent. He's on waivers, right? He's on waivers. But what I heard is that he has such a massive contract this year and next year that they're probably, no one's going to claim him and they're going to compete yeah. in the free agent market is what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, the Colts just want to dump that contract because yeah. he's just not worth it anymore, which is sad because when he was playing really well, he was the heart and soul of that defense. He's he, also, he's like a top like 10 defensive player in the league yeah. too when he was in his prime. They, yeah. call, they call him the maniac for a reason. Like he's a legitimate psychopath so he's also a girl dad which is kind of funny but hashtag girl dad hey we're gonna be uh allegedly at the bears game so if you see us uh, the monday yep. night football vikings bears game come allegedly. say hello yep come we'll say be hi. there not watching um, kirk the final thing i'll i'll say on the vikes is uh it, it is great to see russell wilson not be weird anymore um like sean i think sean payton has fixed russ Russ is a guy that I don't think a lot of people want, or at least before all the Broncos stuff wanted to root against. He's a he's a hard guy to hate when he's not doing all that weird shit. And last year he was just a complete weirdo. He had a whole team of people around him in in their facility. He was, you know, doing the high knees on the plane. He was high fiving nobody. He was 
doing all he's just so weird last year and it seems like Sean Payton has brought him back to earth and it's kind of I'm kind of happy to see it I'm happy to see Russ back and he, he was like a, he was like a rabid dog that has now been tamed and has been through obedience school and I think it's the best thing for Russ so he's no longer thinking he's uh, a god yeah it's great okay. it's it's great to it's great to see him when he's at his best I think and I think he is at his I'm not saying against the Vikings I'm happy he played okay I mean he didn't play amazing but it was just so weird to see him play so bad last year and to be so weird that I think it's kind of a good thing that he has a new coach. Yeah, well, his, his antics were like getting to everybody, and it was kind of annoying, like his uh, Dangerous. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos the Country Let's Ride. <clears throat> Broncos Country Let's Ride. All that ride. stuff is done now, and he's actually yeah. and the Broncos are actually competing, and you can't help but feel happy for him and happy for Broncos yeah, fans. Yeah, he definitely came down to earth with that. You wonder if Peyton Manning a legitimate or Peyton Manning. Sean Payton, maybe Peyton Manning did. I don't know. Sean Payton sat him down. He's like, okay, enough of this shit. Well, he, I don't know what that's basically to do what happened it. because you know Russ, like I said, he had a full team of outside people that coached him, that so trained weird. him, that helped. Like he had a personal, like a medical person outside of the Broncos staff. And the first thing Sean Payton said when he became the head coach of the Broncos was, "You're not allowed in my building if you're not an employee of the team." Basically saying, Russell Wilson, get your weirdo. Get your posse entourage out of, out yeah. of my fucking building. So. That is so weird. I mean, the, just the vibes to like your teammates. Like, if I was his teammate, I'm going into the facility to practice, and I'm expecting to just deal with Broncos personnel. And I see him walking in, like at the like in the uh, a V formation or flying V formation with his posse behind him, and he's like walking in with his fucking tr- trench coat or whatever and glasses. I'm like, dude, this is. Yeah, what he, are you to this? He, he team? needed what do you to be. Think he you are? needed to be knocked down a peg, and it, he clearly has because I haven't heard of him doing anything weird, really, since Sean Payton took over. So if that yeah. if there's a positive for Broncos fans, it's the fact that Sean Payton has made Russ not fucked up anymore. Yeah, I at think least from what we can see, and they started what zero four. Yeah. Jeez, they're they're, on, five a, they're five. on a five-game win streak, and the Vikings were on a five-game win streak. Dude, they lost. They gave up 70 points to the fucking Dolphins, and then they go on to beat the Bills and the Chiefs. So they, yeah. they're definitely turning their season around. And they, yeah. they blew up. They blew that big uh, lead to Washington earlier in the year, too. Yeah. Yeah. It fucked my survivor. Yeah. So I am learning that, uh, that Bronco fans are just as annoying as Avalanche fans, probably because they're the same people. They're the same person. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I've been dealing with a lot of that this week. Dealing yeah. with some, uh, whatever, elevation sickness, you know. <laughs> it happens. You know, they're high or they're, or they're all stoned like our buddy wearing the space helmet. Yeah, they're all like that kind of guy. But that guy was a Vikings fan. That so. guy was a Vikings fan. <laughs> he was. Mm, he was. <laughs> but he seemed chill. Okay, the people in Denver the can't handle sitting, shit. Sitting front row at the Vikings game in Mile High Stadium, just absolutely zonked. That uh, sounds like a top 10 experience you could ever I have. I just love that he didn't like try to do do anything with the rest of the suit or get up. He just had the helmet and just a jersey well, and, 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 beer, and, a, and a gut. And a guy we know, uh, Skull Bros on Twitter, apparently knows the guy, and he, text, he, just, he tweeted a screenshot of their text conversation. He said, how high are you? And he's like, I'm fucked. That's what he said. <laughs> so he knew the guy who was on the TV, and the guy confirmed he was high. And also, doesn't uh, I'm pretty sure Colorado also has magic mushrooms legalized, too. Oh, so yeah. you could also oh, be, he, was on he could also just be hallucinating at the Vikings game. They're halfway to play Way to Portland up there. Yeah. A wide array of shit. Can you imagine if you're on shrooms watching the football game? Yep. You probably think you're on like a whole other planet. Yo, bro, wh- look at the fucking like football, man. Like, yeah, I, I think football, sports in general are just way too fast paced to be 
high out of your mind during to watch. Maybe maybe it turns into slow motion for him. Maybe everything becomes like slow. It's kind of like the all twenty two, like you're watching tape. Yeah, that would be slows it down for you. You're sitting there just watching this this game. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like it'd keep you even out, no matter how good or bad things would be. Exactly. You'd be like, dude, your Vikings just lost. So do you feel like a Broncos fan is talking like, to him? Dude, like, that sucks, bro, the, man. the experience was just so insane, man. I was just one with the football and yeah. just let it be me. What? Okay. Shameless plug. Uh, check out Cultivated CBD. Mm. If you yes. want to be like that guy in the state of Minnesota, you can. Cultivated CBD. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself Sweet. a space hire. Sponsors of the program. The producer and myself drank one right before this show. So. They're great. They are delicious. Haley, how do you, how do you like the uh, the Chris Hockey uh, THC-infused lemon-lime lemon lime soda? It's I think it's seltzer. a seltzer, but okay. there's not alcohol in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It literally tastes like a... Like a like a, mount. like a dosed up sprite, like a yeah. fl- what, like a flat sprite, or would you no, like a juice version of sprite, juice. or is it is it like, bubbly? Like three times the, like the flavor syrup of sprite. Like, yeah, it's like the best a way uh, I can describe it. Okay. Yeah, but it's they're really good. good. They're good. Yeah. So it's yeah, a, check them out. Lacroix Weed Edition. I think they have a I think they have a sale on their site right now. I don't know if it's Black Friday, but I remember I was showing someone their website and all of the prices were crossed out and had like way cheaper deals than what their products usually are so yeah. how many Drink milligrams them. it's a f- the cans are five um have one or two right before bed and you'll have a great night's sleep <laughs> not yeah. me I, yeah you'll call the police yeah, i might call yeah. the police man yeah, i don't know how much we're in the that uh we may or may not have tried some of elm creek's product before you don't have to say may or may not it's legal jake yeah, but it was before they no, actually. Did, put no, it no out you don't there. have to dive into the details. It's all alleged. Okay, it's okay, all alleged. Sure. But I remember they weren't labeled cans, and I drank like one or two of them. And you were saying, Jack, like, yeah, those were way stronger than the CBD ones. Yeah. And after I got ones. back from In Cahoots, where I'm like, I was having a fucking panic attack as I was walking up to the fucking bar, and I thought everyone was staring at me and smiling at me. It was fucking weird. But I didn't call the police. I was just having a weird trip. Dude, Jake, if you did anything, anything, I think it's just my mind, a little dude. bit harder than weed. You would just spontaneously combust. Yeah, you would, I might would, just collapse. Yeah, you you would ball up into a little ball and just vanish, or we, we, I'd I either we, die or, or be in like a forever coma. I think we all agree. Just Jake's mind in general is just the mind of someone who does a lot of drugs. That's just a sober already. mind. Yeah, it's yeah. just a sober already. mind is yeah. just already drug fueled. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's weird. It's it's tough. I should be. I need to send right, my did brain you to fi- science. Did you finally get furniture? I did finally get furniture. I got a couch. I got a TV stand today. How much was Going it? the marketplace route is a bitch. So, oh, so yeah. you got your couch via marketplace? Yeah, and I was supposed to get a couch a week from today, right? Yes. Um, a week ago. Um, but the only fucking time this one couch that was available for me to pick up was 7 o'clock on a fucking Tuesday. And they said it might be available tomorrow. And sure as shit, it wasn't available the next day. And I was trying to look for a couch. People ghost you and finally got one on Saturday. And I finally got a... F- no, and I got my TV stand on Sunday, right? I ordered one. It was supposed to be your Friday. Got your Sunday. Half the pieces are cracked. Oh, no. And so I'm like, fuck this. So I, it was... And I'm so like, is I'm your like, TV still on the ground? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I, I got a TV stand uh, uh, Sunday or yesterday. Yeah, no, I got one yesterday, I think. Where'd you we, go? Um, this was on Marketplace as well. God, dude, just go to a store and buy dude, something, dude. dude Absolute so, Marketplace well, Crusader. I, I did. I, I did. I went through like Wayfair to get a nice TV stand. You know, mm-hmm. like it was like 150 bucks around there. Like it was a nice one. Half the yeah, half the pieces are cracked. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm sick of my TV being on the floor. I look for, um, you know, one in like the chan. I set the marketplace like Chanhassen Edina, where there's people you know that probably have some wealthy, you know, some wealthy people with some stuff they're getting rid of and sure i found a very nice tv stand that's 
that I paid 40 bucks for that's by retail 280 at Target. I looked it up. So I right, got a steal. Nice, but nice. I'm not just looking around. I was being a little peculiar and strategic in what I was looking at a marketplace. I wasn't just looking for anything or whatever. I was looking in certain areas and I just I just saw a picture on on Twitter of Yeah, from Bubba of you nine days after you moved in with everything on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing over there? Yeah, so it was the first few days was just trying to get everything sorted, and then I was trying to look for stuff and people ghosting you, not responding, and then that coach situation, the night I was recording the podcast, and yeah, it took a while, but now I have shit in there finally. I need to get a coffee table and a rug. Okay. okay. but I And some and some counter stools. Yep. But those haven't been the focus. It's just been a couch and TV stand, and I got those. So That's like, really all a guy needs, though. Yeah, and it was it was an office chair, and I was using the guitar amp as like the the leg rest, oh and that was God. okay. That's but, tough. But That's I'm, tough. We did live like that for a few weeks when Cam and Donnie moved out of the the 10K house because they had they owned all the furniture, so they basically took everything out, it, and we we had Donnie's old office chair that he didn't want anymore and then my camping chair a mm-hmm. folding chair and that was our existence for a couple weeks it and wasn't it was, bad it wasn't bad it's it's the all the guy needs stereotype and I, we yeah. fit it the last couple weeks at the at the plymouth house i fit that narrative at my apartment for the first nine days so uh and you know what it's not it wasn't bad right it wasn't horrible all right um i guess just Going down the list, uh, go for football. So we only lost to 34 points to number two Ohio State compared to the 42 points we lost to against a quote quote unquote worst ranked Michigan team. Michigan's ranked third. We lost by 42. Then we play Ohio State, ranked second. We lose to 34. Improvement is that, yeah. is that improvement? Is yeah. statistically speaking, in Columbus too. Is Wisconsin um, fucked this weekend? They're fucked. They we only lost. By We're going to win three nothing. Or six nothing, and it's that's fine with that. It's, it's a, it is truly not the axe game. This is going to be the toilet bowl. It might be nine to six. A little off. T- is I, I saw Iowa's ranked. Are they still ranked? Like kind of high. They're twentieth, I think. How? And they're in the Big Ten championship now. That blows my mind. Because they're in the fucking West. But they they I think they might have just got a hundred points this past weekend or the week be- week before like, in terms like of points for offensive score. Yeah, they wow. were. But I think before the Purdue game, I was looking at the standings. They were eighty one points for. As a team. That was one of the lowest in in FBS. Thanksgiving is going to be awkward at the Ferentz household, knowing that uh, old daddy boy is going to be firing young young son by the end of the year. Ferentz, yeah, you're not getting your 25 points a game or whatever his uh, contractual obligation was. Speaking of of sad, that that field goal, the the single three points the Gophers scored, was it it a fourth quarter field goal? Just just to get three on the board. It was a sad guy field goal. Dragan Kesich. And I remember like the, the announcers were like getting really excited about it. They're like, what was it? Oh, it was uh, Corey Provis. It was Corey was Provis. And that makes sense. He's like, and the Gophers, Dragan Keshich <laughs> drains it or whatever. And I'm like, I love it, though. I love the enthusiasm. Here's the thing, though. I feel like I feel like the field goal was huge. I feel like if we got shut out, PJ, everyone would be saying fighter PJ, like 100% of the people would be saying it. The three points makes a big difference in the grand scheme of things. It shouldn't, but it feels so much better than getting shut out. Well, now only 90% of the Gopher fans yeah. want yeah. PJ fired. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tilted the meter a little bit. He got points. Well, what I saw a comment before the game. Uh, someone commented about, about the game and like, you know, like, or Gophers put out an exciting graphic. Gophers in Ohio State this weekend taking on them, number two team. And someone's like, great, I'm excited to watch for them to kick a a, uh, a last second or a, a field goal within the last three minutes to make it 60 to three. <laughs> Damn, and, that's, that's and close prediction. Accurate because at the, during the Purdue game, if you remember, they kicked a field goal 
when it was like 49 to 20 and like seven minutes left and they're at the 20, just go for it. PJ is just, just trying to cover spreads at this point. It's so stupid. Uh, my, my favorite comment uh, analysis on the game was from an Instagram commenter. Uh, Bubs6009 on Instagram said, quote unquote, after PJ's face transformation, everything has gone downhill, comma, plus he's a tool, period. Part ways and get back to old school coaching. So that, that's where the Gopher fan base is at. Everything with after the face transformation, uh, it's been a disaster, apparently. Yeah, that sounds like the Bubba Wino comedy, I know. to be honest. I know, it's kind of close. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, would you guys not blame the Dragon and our punter for entering the transfer portal? Are, are they are they eligible for the like to move on? Are they seniors, I could. juniors? Well, I have no would clue. you blame them? Dragon's but like a freshman. I just think freshman. the Gophers kick a lot of field goals. I don't know. I feel like I as a kicker. kind of get a lot of reps. Yeah, as a kicker, you might be better off to stay in Minnesota. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think going forward, I think we're just going to see a lot more field goals. I mean, special, teams, special teams elite. We're going to get all the five-star kickers in the world. Okay? Yeah. yeah. They're <laughs> like, oh, we're going to kick there. Minnesota's a, a, kicking, a kicking college. Mm. I love how every single college football team has like a 33-year-old Australian punter. Who has somehow eligibility left? Yeah, well, because they just never went to American college. So yeah. they have all four years, and they play rugby, and they're good. Well, at Zane, you know Australian that's how Kirill won the Calder, right? <laughs> not a real, not a real rookie. Yeah, God, I hate people. Yeah, but um, yeah, it is Axe Week, the toilet bowl. Um, I mean, both teams are so bad and hey, projected to play in no name bowls. If not, I think if the Gophers don't win, they're not they're not playing in a bowl. <laughs> you never know. I mean, though. is this yeah. we always joke about the Axe Week being our Super Bowl because the Badgers are usually still competing for the Big Ten West and have a shot at the college football playoff. Because they're so bad this year, because the Gophers are so bad this year, is this the Super Bowl for both teams? I ask you guys. Mm, I would say it's more the Super Bowl for the Gophers because at least Wisconsin's already bowl eligible. Like if they want to, they can play another game after this. The Gophers have to win. I mean, obviously teams drop out and the Gophers would fill in, but yeah, like they just, if they want to guarantee their spot in the bowl, they need to win the game. The guarantee. Yeah, I think it, it. This is the first. Like we said, I think this is the first time we're playing Wisconsin where we're pretty much dead even. And we're we're both not competing to either of us. Neither of us are competing to go to the Big Ten championship game. Really, nothing more to play for than a shit bowl somewhere uh-huh. to go six and six and or seven and five. But yeah, the Gophers. I think it was PJ Flex's first year. We went five and seven, and the Gophers got into a bowl game because they didn't have enough six and six teams. Yeah, so we got into the fucking Little Caesars Bowl in Detroit <laughs> and played Toledo, and I I did not want to watch Toledo that game. the Mac team. Yes. Oh my god. So I remember I remember that year, and I'm like, I don't want to watch them. We don't deserve to be in a bowl game. We're five and fucking seven. We're playing Toledo, but I swear if we lose to Wisconsin and we make a bowl game, you. It's we're going to be the laughing stock of the I, state. I just got a really good graphic idea that I'll, I'm going to hit up Marlo about, or I'll make it myself. Uh, we need to make an, a win and in graphic oh. for prior to game day of like, uh, if the Gophers win this game, they will be in a bowl game, like win and in, almost like a, a playoff berth. I and, guess, just, I, and just I, see how the, the toxicity Gopher fan base reacts. Or, you you got to add the words, like, if the Gophers win today, they will clinch their spot to a shitty bowl. You, yeah, you have to yeah, emphasize yeah, yeah. the or, shitty bowl. And if, yeah. if they win or lose, we make a graphic based on that. The Gophers have clinched bowl eligibility, or which they'll <laughs> actually probably be a graphic like that. And then it's like a that. picture of PJ, like, fist pumping really hard. 
Or, or no, see, see how people react to that. Another graphic, just just because we did it with Gopher basketball, is Gophers have been eliminated from the college football playoffs. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. People would take, they took the basketball one so seriously well, last year. We also said last year that the men's Gopher basketball team is tanking in hopes of drafting Connor Bedard. Yeah, we said that I know. Last year. We, we made a graphic with that as I well. I always love, there's a, there's a famous NFL memes graphic that goes around that says the Indianapolis Colts could shock the world by trading for Shohei Otani. <laughs> and then it's a, it's an edit of Shohei in, in a Colts outfit. I fucking I think that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. You doing cross sports and everything yeah. like that? It's so funny. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean, we'll be at the game. I know a lot of my friends from high school are Badger fans. Some of them are Gopher fans. They'll be there with us. It's a 2:30 kickoff, so we can sleep yep. in a little bit. Badgers, but it's not. It, I was. I, I saw the time, and I'm like, "There's no way we're going to get a night game, right?" For this, I, I, I thought both teams were not good enough. This usually is a night game, right? It's usually. It, Sometimes it's been a 6.30 game. Uh, not the last, last few years. Really? It's been, been like 2.30, 2:30? Okay. 11 a.m. or 2.30. Which it's is been still, a lot of 2.30s. Isn't 2.30 still an elevated slot from uh, 11 a.m.? It's, it's, it's really kind of a night game now at this time of year. That's yeah, probably why it's Because it gets dark around 4.30. It's dark by the end of the game. Yeah. It's so, dark by this end of the I am quarter. still amazed. I mean, it's a, it's a historic rivalry, and it's been a really good game the last few years, so I'm guessing that's why we earned that 2.30 slot. But Isn't it the? Is it currently the oldest college football rivalry or no? Isn't there some uh, Michigan? Like Michigan, Michigan, yeah. Michigan okay. is. I think we've actually might have played Wisconsin longer than Michigan, but I think in terms of the the axe and the jug, the jug is we've played longer for. Okay, or yep. it goes back longer, further. I don't know. So it's the oldest college football trophy, right? The jug. The jug is okay. yes. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be at the game. One last send for the uh, the the season ticket holders here. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to have fun. We're, we're, regardless of what happens, we're going to have ourselves the day. We are. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's about the camaraderie, and it's not about wins and losses, even yeah. though it is about mm-hmm. wins. It well, is. Here's, if the golfers were, like, really good and had a great record and they lost us, we'd probably be devastated. However, if they lose the game this year, who fucking this, cares? It feels like an exhibition you game. Do, you just want to beat Wisconsin, though. That's yeah, like, You, you yeah. want to beat them again. You it's, don't want to deal with their fans and It's shit. always fun at the State Fair to go to the golfer booth and see yep. the acts there. Yep. yep. And we'll, yep. See, we'll see the Floyd there this year. I, I think um, – I, I didn't yeah, find true. this – well, no, I'm not. I'm going to save that. That could be a trivia bit, actually. Okay. Uh, Jake, I'll ask you. Do you know what the record is for the longest amount of time the Gophers have held the axe? I don't know the answer. I'm curious mm. if you, you probably know it. Man, uh, the longest amount of time they've held the axe. How many years in a row have the Gophers won that rivalry? I feel like we got to be probably getting close to that record because they've won the last three years now, right? Yeah. Um, or it will be three years. This or? would be year three. This would be year three because we won. Um. We won in the COVID year. We won. No, I don't think we won in the COVID fucking year because that's when Holy we went down. Sh- okay. Tanner Morgan this is punting a, the ball. This is a crazy stat. Okay? We won the last two years. The series is tied 62-62-8 and eight through 2022. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was really close. Yeah, but through 2022. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 2023. I'm wondering what the longest amount of time yeah. a single team has held it for. I it's definitely it, been Wisconsin because they sure. hit for 15 the from 2000s. 2003 to 2018. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. But they, I, they won 14 straight meetings from 2004 to 2017. Yeah. Is what it says. Are you able to see what the Gophers' longest streak of holding it you is? Should be able not, to look. I searched it and it's not popping up. The Wisconsin should, one is the one. It has to. Show. It has to be less than five. You years should be able to row. like see. I know, like I've I've looked at. If it you look at Purdue, the list of all of them, you can look at a series history of every single game. Gophers, yeah. Wisconsin football history. Oh the early part of the century, the the Gophers were winning every game. Dude, man. they yeah. were killing it. I feel like I, Wisconsin was bad. I feel like we had. If we're gonna talk about this stat. It has to be right after here. 2000 because 
From, okay, so from 33 to 41, they won every game. Like World War II? Yes, World, yes, 33 to 41, they won every game. Okay, so Minnesota. Oh, yeah, we'll basically say in the modern era, this would probably break a record for the longest the Gophers have held the well, axe. If we uh, I mean, because we've won the last two years. I see a lot of times in the 60s, 70s where we held it for three years at a time. Uh, from 84 to 87, we won four years in a row. Um there's another one four years in a row. I see two it. Two years. Yeah, right right here. So, I mean, four years seems to be the max in like the last 40 years. All right. Yeah. We got work to do. It's cool because uh, on, on the Wikipedia page, they compare the two teams. And it's awesome because it says national titles at the top. Gophers 7, Wisconsin 0. And that's what I love to yell yeah. at them. They're yes. like, oh, yep. you owe me big 10 titles if you want. I'm like, dumbass, how many fucking national titles do you have? That's I don't like, care if it's 4 million years ago. He's like, that was in all the 19... Da, 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 da. I'm like, well, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Packers fans celebrate their championships from 1967. From, yeah. Shut the fuck up. You, you're just you're just being stupid. So, Shohei Otani could shock the world and sign <laughs> yes. with the Minnesota Golden Gophers as quarterback. There were there were he has eligibility. What the <laughs> fuck did they do? They had they had tied 52, 1952, 1953, and nineteen fifty six. They tied. Fifties. That'd be so unsa- decade. Like, just not that was satisfying. like a get shit done era. Like oh, we got to stop playing the game. We can't do overtime because everyone has to go back to work. You just feel, feel unfulfilled. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go go first. Hopefully, we get to keep the axe, and um, we're going to send the season off on a high note. And uh, this week's saying, gentlemen, winning in. If, <laughs> if, if you win the game, you're into a bowl. A shitty bowl. <laughs> a really shitty yes. bowl. But, I mean, you got to feel for at least the players that, you know, this is their last year of college. They've played hard for four or five years, and they know they're not going to get a pro deal. So you do want those guys to be able to play one more game with some of their best friends. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it would be really cool to watch. Like, even if it's one more bowl, I, you know, I'd rather do that than nothing. So, yeah. um, all right. The, uh, Jake, did you have any final thoughts? I do not. Okay. I'm good. Um, the wild, this will be the last team we talk about before we uh, take a quick commercial. They've lost the last five games straight and haven't won in regulation since November 7th. Uh, that was my first absence from the podcast when I went to Mexico. That was the last time they won. So are you saying there's a correlation? She's saying there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, when I'm, when I, well, well, here's the thing. Think about this. During that time, I wasn't in the United States. And then when I got back, they, they weren't, weren't playing in the United yeah. I think if we're both in the U.S. together. It might turn around. Yeah, we could win. I okay. think that that's where the correlation exists. Yeah, it was. I, I, I did write on the sheet, spin zone. They might be in a five-game losing streak, but they are in a two-game point streak. So that's I'm, a good point, yes. dude. They, I was going to say that about Sweden. Everyone said the trip was a disaster. I'm like, no, statistically speaking, they, they won one game in Sweden. Yeah, compared that's, to the games before, that was great. That's, so. hockey, guy, that's hockey guy math right there. We, we went one and one in Sweden. Technically. Two regulation points is a win. Mm-hmm. We lost both games in overtime, which equals one regulation win. Dude, okay, like uh, we had we had a buddy Cody. He went and he actually watched all the games. I'm sure it was a blast. But could you imagine t- taking that trip just for your teams to lose both games, man? That would in, suck. O- in one in a shootout, and the other was three on three, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, jeez. Oh, on two. Do you guys remember when three on three was fun? I feel like three on three. The first for a while year is it was not, electric, dude. I, we're so bad, and we have a lot of the same players. Why is it suck now? Well, you could just say that about the team in general. Yeah, we have a lot a of the point. same players, and they just fucking suck right yeah. now. Yeah, because people are, I mean, you could say, like, all the cap hell and everything, but, like, we got Spurgeon back. This Bogosians. is the same roster, mostly. Yeah, it's like the Minus same. Fiala, maybe. Yeah, Fiala. Dumba. Those are the only two big players we've lost. And you would think that uh, the way Faber's playing, he can step in. You know, he's he might be a better defenseman already than Dumba. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I it, it It's really weird what's going on. We're right going to get Billy G in here one of these days, and we're just going to lay in. But you well, know what? 
I mean, they got they got a couple points. They didn't, uh, you know, get a lot. We didn't have an eight to three um, shit show like we had yeah. before we went to Sweden. That was just so like um, anticlimactic because they have that like worst worst display of hockey I've ever seen in my life with with that loss to Dallas. It had to be fucking Dallas. Yep. And then they're talking about yeah, now they're going to Sweden. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like. These players got to go. On, they got to go on like a media tour, and yeah. all, all these guys who are from Sweden do all these things. You got to think they. And I think uh, uh, Russo talked about that. He's like, "Can you imagine that deflating loss and then having to come here and do this whole song and dance? Like that would that was really a win that they needed to get before the trip if they wanted to feel good about it. But I mean, credit to them for not flopping over and just taking that negative." Uh, momentum and getting blown out in Sweden. At least yeah. they competed. And like I said, technically won one regulation game with two overtime losses. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to the uh, the Athletic, uh, Garen let everybody have it, uh, I know you both did. both as a team, individually. Um, basically, Felino said, was it a scream fest? scream fest? It was a little bit of both. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one thing about Billy. When he talks, we respect the shit out of him. So, I mean... He, I, I remember Billy told us too, he likes to stay away from the players yeah. as much as he can, but this was a time where he went down there and he just fucking let them have it, which maybe it's what they needed. I don't know. I mean, Bill, I feel like Billy talks more shit to us than he does the team. So that the him actually going he down. He talks more shit to Jake than, any, <laughs> yeah, than anyone yeah, else. But the fact that he actually ended up going down and like yelling at the team, that actually says a lot. Cause we've talked to him a bunch on the record and off the record. And I know off the record, he just said, Hey, I let, I let the coaches do the thing. They don't need the GM in there interrupting the flow. I only go down there when I'm needed. And so he must've really felt like he's needed this year. I was going to say that that means there's something that means he's really pissed off and like they were really in trouble if yeah if he goes into the locker room because then what well, he was quoted saying like i am not happy yeah I, you, you know, know he's just sitting there like it's like death stare but like, he's actually pissed dude that I, would be i'd be terrified you if know I were how, the wild. you know how last year we had like a meet and greet where uh you know as part of a 10k ticket package of the wild you could meet and greet billy g i would love to do that like right now and i know because we had we it was an open fan q a to billy g at that event and if we do it in the future it'd be the same way and um I think we were 0 2 at the time, and the fans were laying into Billy G. There was that when one, we were 0 2. There was that, there was that, one, plant. that, that yeah. one guy in the, in the front of the crowd who was just grilling him about the goaltending, like four questions in a row. He would, Bill would finish answering one of his questions, the motherfucker's hand would shoot right back up. <laughs> and yeah. Billy would just choose and then he, would, then he would ask about the other goalie. Yeah. So, Which what was, are your thoughts on him? What, is, what are you going to get rid of him? Like, what's the contract? He was like getting really so, detailed. So, here's an interesting stat for you guys that I pulled. So, Boldy and Kirill arguably our two best forwards, uh, have one combined five-on-five goal in the entire year. Those two make an average annual value of $16 million a year, which is almost $200,000 a regular season game. And uh, if we keep losing like this, it might be time to make some trades and sign producer Cam so we can have a better draft pick. <laughs> yeah, just, that'd take I would you really very wish, quickly. I really wish Cam was here because that that line was meant for him. But mm. like, if we're paying those guys $200,000 a game and they've scored one five-on-five goal. Now, granted, Boldy was hurt for like a good majority of the season mm-hmm. so far, but... One five-on-five goal between those two is just inexcusable. Yeah, and well, and uh, sixteen million dollars is a lot of NHL cap with a normal cap space. When you already have seventeen million frozen, it's even that higher percentage of the cap, and yeah. that mm-hmm. means that those guys need to perform, and and they're not. And that's and that's actually, if you can point at the biggest difference from this year and last year, that's really. I mean, the goaltending is oh. also a little worse, but at the same time, it's it's that they, we have the worst penalty kill 
in the league right now, which well, in NHL history, it's, it's NHL, NHL history. history. Yes, we well, talked about this last week. Oh it, it, it probably improved. Maybe, oh. maybe improved. But as of last week, before the Global Series games, they were sitting at sixty-three and a half percent as a team, which was the worst in NHL team history. So if they finish the season with that, that would be the worst in NHL team history. Who? Okay, because last year we had statistically one of the best power. I think we've we always had a really kills. good penalty. Top, we were top uh, five no. all year last year. I mean, who have we lost since then on the Spurgeon. penalty kill? Spur- or, or I guess Spurgeon earlier in the year, but then Shaw, who was kind of the heart and soul of the penalty kill. You're right. He's still a free. No, did he sign with Iowa? He's, with, he's Iowa. with Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And then Dumba, but I don't know how much of an impact he's, he's, he He was had. more of an offensive defenseman right. anyways. So like, that's another situation where you look at it and you kind of tilt your head and you're like, how are we that much worse with the same, mostly the same personnel? It makes no fucking sense. It makes me think, is our, is our coaching behind? Like, Are we not adapting to well, the modern game? We did lose special teams coach Brett McLean to the Iowa Wild. Okay, I thought you were going to say we, we lost Slapshot Coach Boner. I was, oh, no, yeah, I was no, waiting for that. No, Boner died. I tried to do the whole Mike Hawk thing. I wasn't as good at it as Jake. He's, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, he's dead. He's drunk somewhere. He's drunk in Mexico. <laughs> I, he, he left him there. Yeah, I left he's him. I was gone. on the catamaran with him and he wanted to stay on that island. So, <laughs> yeah. boat left him behind. But, but Brett McLean, I mean, maybe it was him. He was the one who took the coaching job in Iowa when Billy fired Tim Army or let him go. Sorry, that was the way it was worded. Uh, but McLean, I don't know, maybe if he was the heart and soul of that penalty kill, it's just like this whole year is making me scratch my head. It is with me too. At the same time, I'm, and maybe like with the history of the wild and us growing up, the wild would always be really mid till about the trade deadline. And then they'd turn it on. They're streaky. Mm -hmm. They are a really streaky team. They have been in franchise history. I really still honestly believe that they're a playoff team and they will make the playoffs, but let's be honest, they're running out of time if they actually want to make a legitimate run. Well, Think about this. We were in a pretty similar spot last year around this time, right? Prior to Thanksgiving, we just didn't have any energy. We were bad. Then, Billy, uh, the day, I think this week of last year, Thanksgiving week, Brian brings in Ryan Reeves. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we get to see his debut against the game uh, in the game against Toronto the on Black, Black Friday. Friday that we went mm-hmm. to. It's time we signed Ryan Reeves back to the Minnesota Wild. He's <laughs> done nothing in Toronto. No, he's actually, I, I saw like a comparison between him and Matt, uh, Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon. Mm-hmm. And Pat Maroon has blown him away. Yeah. In oh, yeah. Reeves, yeah. Is, yeah. Reeves is not great at hockey, Pat especially Maroon. this year. Yeah. But it, it's, it's hilarious because that's exactly, this is the exact same spot, a similar spot we were in last year. And we brought in Revo. And for whatever reason, the whole thing flicked. It clicked, yeah. So maybe we'll just follow the playbook. Well, we need maybe, who's a, a second Reeves? Evander Kane. Let's bring in an Evander. He's, he's way more skilled than Reeves. Yeah, we'll right. bring uh, we'll bring Nick Delorier back into the mix. Dolores, he's a beauty, man. He's, he's a, a beauty, beauty, but God, he is pretty awful at hockey too. Um, I, I mean, remember good the, at fighting. I I totally understand the role. I'm not saying they don't belong in the NHL. Does not have a lot of skill. The first game he played in a wild uniform, he buried a goal. I was like, he this did. is the guy. Let's go. Right. Never scored again. Yeah. yeah. Ryan White. Let's bring back Ryan White. He was a beauty as Chris well. Chris Stewart. Yeah, Chris. Where's Dustin Bufflin? What the fuck has he been doing? Is he just off the grid? So don't you remember? I think last year he retired. And then last year or the year before, he had a meeting with Billy G to bring him to the wild. And they both met to see if things would work out. And just based on their conversations, they both decided not to do it. Damn. The Minnesota Wild could shock the world by signing Shohei Otani. (laughs) They could. We should. Oh, that should be one. That should be one of our ideas to Bill when we have him on next. Remember how we always give him five (laughs) suggestions. One of them should be sign MLB free agent Shohei Otani. He just stared at us for 30 seconds without saying anything. Like, he, are you fucking kidding Why me? the fuck am I on If this? you can see that guy pitch and bat, though, Billy, yeah. who's to say he can't shoot a slap shot? Imagine yeah. this. Shooting. That guy's or good. That guy might be good at anything. He might be able to play. He might be the first goalie player hybrid on the ice. Yeah. 
I don't know what equipment that would look like, but maybe he would or, do uh, both. Or fire Dean Evason and bring in Gordon Bombay. Mm. There we go. There Emilio we go. Estevez. Yeah, uh, the alcoholic. Didn't he? So, so Emilio asked <laughs> he was a drunk driving thing, which is why he had a. Yes. Yeah, right? Which is yes. why he had a coach of the team. So maybe, maybe we should look to see who committed the uh, some drunk driving incidents and bring him in to coach the team. Stetson Bennett. Yes, Stetson Bennett. I think under his belt. Okay, so let's bring him in as community service. He's got to coach the Wild, and it'll be a miracle like Mighty Ducks. I do have a question for both of you guys, and I'll also answer it. But as as it stands today, is Dean the coach at when when the season's over? Is Dean the coach? Is he still the coach of the Minnesota Wild? I think it. That depends at, on all they if do. We're, if we play That's this what I'm saying way as of today. Well, so and it's crazy. An NHL coach has already been fired this year. Uh, the Oilers, yeah, yeah coach. Edmonton Oilers. Um, but I don't know, man. Billy has he's he's got faith in Dean that no. I think a lot of people don't understand. Sometimes I don't understand it myself, but I also trust it because I'm not the one who lives and breathes it like they do. So, but I don't. At this rate, if we keep playing like this, it's hard to say that he doesn't he feel on the team, doesn't yeah. feel the pressure to make to do something, or fans are gonna fucking lose it and to your point i think the last two years some billy g made a lot of moves and the fans were shitting on the moves and guess what we made the playoffs each year because of his savvy plays so, they work yeah i i think as it stands i think they're going to turn it around this is how they always start seasons yeah. like this i feel like i so i think dean is going to be the coach at the end of the year however i i don't know if we lose in another first round Maybe they will get rid of him. No, I mean, as of right now, I think he probably stays, but we'll see. We don't. We don't yeah. know. So. We we just don't know. I mean, we we, we can uh, do the crystal ball bit, and yeah, I mean, know, see dude, what they, yeah, the Wild are a streaky team. They they go through lulls, highs. They they do the whole fucking roller coaster all year. We're let, so used to it. Let, yeah, let's see. Maybe the global series was a little reset because they did improve a little bit from where they were. You know, we got points be, before the they got points before the global series. That eight to three atrocity before that they just they struggled. I think they came in losing what their last three games before that. Yeah, or a few games. I, I would say a good benchmark would be Christmas. Yeah. If it's Christmas and we're still in trouble, we might be sellers at the deadline. Yeah, although I don't know who will sell because we just resigned a lot of I our. I think we can really sell anybody. Yeah. I mean, we have. Just a bunch of pros- younger prospects coming up and playing, and well, I saw filler guys. I think I saw a Russo article and it was titled along the lines of like because we we like extended so many contracts. Actually, we have a lot of options at the trade deadline if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. Vinny Latiri, yep, He's, he yeah. actually played decent. Yeah. Like when he got a little time, but yeah, yeah, Vinny, Vinny Latiri. I keep forgetting about him. He. We, he wasn't part of the system. We hey, picked him up in the offseason. Yeah, right? Zane McIntyre, my guy. I don't want to see mm-hmm. him. I don't want to see him leave. He's a North Dakota guy, return of the Mac. But I've heard they need Edmonton up there or uh, goaltending up there in Edmonton. Trade yeah. bait. Trade bait. Zane McIntyre could shock the world by signing with the Edmonton Oilers. He's a national champion. Dakota yeah. Murmus. He might be a guy that we need to trade. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, lo- I loved how Marlowe on uh, Wild Takes. By the way, you should search that Wild Takes or Wild Podcast. Him and Zooch. They, uh, uh, what did what did Marlowe say? We need to trade for Jack Campbell because every time the Wild sign a dog chick goaltender, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he turns it around. We yeah. unlock him, which. I guess Devin Dubnik you look at, you look yep. at even... Bridge Goloff when he came Bridge to Minnesota, Golov. he went on a run. Stalock was struggling a little bit uh, before he came fucking here. Fucking Philip Gustafson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even uh, Manny Fernandez, he wasn't that great with the Stars. Mm-hmm. He comes to the Minnesota Wild, and he's great. The Wild unlock goaltenders. Manny Fernandez, Nicholas Backstrom wasn't a... He was part of the system, wasn't he? He was, but he didn't get his first start yeah. until he was like 30. Yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah, an old dude. Yeah. He's yeah. an older guy. All I'm saying is, I think we all agree, it sucks to be a Wild fan right now, but there is a reason to be hopeful and to believe that they'll turn it around. We've been in this position plenty of times, even in recent years. Just grab something to hold on to and just try to enjoy the ride. I think it's going to turn around at some point. We're going to try to get Billy in here in the next month. That's the goal. 
I think Jake shot him a text about getting yeah. on the calendar. Last he, last December was the last time we had him on, so it's yeah. been a year. He wants yeah. to see the new studio, so I think he's anxious to get in here. It's a quick jolt from work. Like 10 minutes lives. from the X? Not even. Yeah, like, well, We can talk two about... Two-minute drive? It'd be like a 10-minute walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you could walk. We can ask him about who he's planning on trading at the deadline, what he's trying to do, yeah. um, mm-hmm. You know what he said exactly in that locker room. Yeah, ask him, ask him if he's ask him, questions. Ask him if he's trying to trade Kevin Fiala still. Yeah, yeah. You tried. To, you still trying to get rid of him? What about Luke Cunning? Ask him really <laughs> hard hitting questions from like 2019. Mm-hmm. Like, see, oh shit, we're in 2023. He, see how he reacts to it. You should literally be like, you know, I haven't seen Caden Addison dressed too much lately. What's Kaden, going on with him? Caden Addison. Where did, uh, no, you got to butcher his name. Addison. So, Kalen Allison. Yeah, Kalen Allison. <laughs> um, what what's the deal with him? You know, I don't know if he's been cut or what or healthy scratch. <laughs> What's, yeah, what's I, I actually need a sub on Tuesday in beer league. Can you let? Can you give me his number and see? Yeah. I want to see if he can play. Yeah, we're who, short skaters. Who's he's playing uh, in San Jose now, so we, he's basically playing for a beer league team. We saw Billy G, you know, uh, on your dad's birthday. Who was he? Was hanging out with an NHL player, Derek Stepan. He was here with Derek Stepan. Yeah, I'm bring him sure. in. Was uh, I'm pretty sure did Derek Stefan score a hat trick in his first NHL game? Was that him? I couldn't tell you that, okay. but I mean, it's a he, Minnesota. He's a Minnesota he, kid. Though, he had right? some good. He had some good moments in the Chell. Was yeah. he Grand Rapids? Let's see. We might he ju- he quick. just retired last year. He just played his last year either, last year, right? Yeah, he was either last Hastings season? or Grand Rapids. Oh, you're right, Hastings. That was it Hastings? Right. Yeah. Derek Stefan Stas. Yeah, he pops up. He's played 890 career games from Hastings. Look at Jay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he it played in his remember. he played in his last game, I think, last year, right? He played yeah. for the Hurricanes last year or something. You, you're killing it, Jack. Yes, wow. he did. He had 11 yeah. points in 73 games, and he wow. was plus eight. It's it's time Jeez. to have the conversation about signing Derek Stefan. I think we, I know people to... people talk shit about plus minus and how it's not a great stat in his career. He's Plus ninety eight. That's a plus player That's on the insane. ice. Yeah. He's Fan- creating opportunities. Fantasy hockey players everywhere love to hear that. Yeah, I know. Seriously, he he's was a big guy. fantasy guy, depth fantasy guy. Yeah. All right, uh, let's take a really quick commercial break, and we'll get into our bits of the week. You know, people ask us all the time, how do you legally sports bet in the state of Minnesota? Well, 10K takes, we like to use the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans. Place no commission positions in an online marketplace. Compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself, journalist Jake, boss man. And you can also buy or sell positions such as spread, over-under, money line, all at current market prices. All you got to do is use promo code 10K at betteredge.com to get a free $20 when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that is 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com. Sign up today, get a free 20 bucks. We're going to get into our bits of the week as always, kind of our signature bit or funny moment um let's start at the far end of the table wags what do you got i got the intervention a bit oh yeah um okay jake oh jack and i were your best friends we love you man okay but yeah. when we do content let's keep the shirt on oh like, there's no reason to be doing shirtless content that's all i'm saying when was the last minute shirtless you did a d you did a dean Everson oh yeah yes. you were completely shirtless were you wet too um, were you, were you, yeah were, yes. i was gonna ask that. i just got out of the shower um <laughs> and that was all part of the bit i was trying to play on that dean was so upset that he was just uh tarps off tarps off and ripped his shirt and he was sweating balls <laughs> okay um but yeah um but that's not the. I feel like in the last few months, I've seen at least one other. Because I remember the Twins one, playoff game. Yes, where Jack, where Jack literally commented, Jake put a shirt on. Yeah, on I the know. Post. And then there was a wild game, and then oh yeah, you do the wild, you do tarps off in the wild one. I'm surprised I didn't do take my shirt off. Uh, what was it during the Gophers? Um, was Michigan State game when we drove down to Lambeau right after? Or yeah, we did. 
And a guy in my section took off his shirt. I almost did with him. But I'm like, thank gosh, thank God I did Jake, not. Jake, there do are that. two types of men in this world. There are men who look good without shirts on, and there are men who don't look good without shirts on. There's not a man in this room that fits in the first category. No, but but isn't it funnier? I feel like the people that don't look good with their shirts off are more fitting to That's take a good their point. shirts off no, because but, it's funnier. But here's the thing though. You're like you're not like uh you're if you don't mind me saying this, you're a skinnier guy. You're not you're, yeah. you're, not, like, you're not like you're not like you're not like ha ha, he has a shirt off kind of guy. Well, that was like with Bubba. Yeah. We always used to have Bubba <laughs> take his shirt off because yeah. it was funnier. Yes. And if if you're fat, it's funny. But if you're skinny, like like we are, it it's kind of gross. Some like yeah. Like, I always tell people like you don't want to see me without a shirt. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's bones. It's disgusting. That that's kind of funny. I feel like in a way. I don't know. I think almost it's kind of like, funny. Yeah, in like but, a, like a geeky nerdy way of like, oh, this guy hasn't seen a gym since pre Iraq War, like <laughs> pre two thousand one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think uh, sometimes it gets the best of me, and uh, yeah, I need to probably uh, tone it down, keep the shirts on. Yeah, let's just, uh, we'll give you like once every three months, you can do a shirtless bit. Jake was What just, about Friday? <laughs> I, I do I do love those in the idea. This was Saturday morning, right? That you did the video? The shirtless visit. out of yes. the shower? Yeah. I, do, I do love that you're sitting there in your, in your new apartment, shirtless, recording a video when there's just no furniture in there either. <laughs> there's just, nothing there. There's it's something the, that makes it funny. It was yeah. something about that that's funny though. It was from the bedroom which was furnished, but right outside the door was not furnished. So It's like that um, it's like that was more of a priority than having something to sit on. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. It was uh it was watching the wilds and then uh yeah, doing a, a Dean video. Well, I, I also shirtless. remember um the, the, alone the, in my apartment. The twins video bit where you were shirtless. A few people commented about you being shirtless. This last one, no one even pointed it out. Yeah. It, the people just uh, yeah, I think Dean needs I, to go. I think it's cuz you called it out in the video though. Yeah, yeah. 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 I should have if, if you do a shirtless video and you don't put attention to it everyone's gonna say put out put a shirt on i, just, I tried to I put opened a story up, to it i opened up instagram this is jake and his hairy chest and he's just staring at the camera like Ugh. but see i shouldn't have called it out actually i think by calling out and making a story around it, it people are like okay whatever uh fire dean blah 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 and they get all serious <laughs> yeah. if i i think i think next time maybe i will do one and i won't even call it out okay. but you don't know when i'm gonna do it uh side note just about being shirtless the funniest meme i saw this weekend it was compared Everyone's saying the Lions, the eight and two Lions, find a way to win in 2023, and it's the picture of Lizzo without a shirt, and it says majestic or beautiful, beautiful, and then it's like the Vikings in 2022, you know, with the point differential thing and being eight and two, and then it says it's a fat guy, and it says put a shirt on N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, can't say that word. People were commenting on that at um, an NFL commentator who, like last year, was going off. The Vikings aren't legit, but even though the Lions are very similar this year, he like was saying you got to watch out for the Lions. So a lot of people were pointing out the hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just another way that Minnesota's behind. But yeah, I mean, Jake, I think as long as you call out the fact that you're shirtless, okay. I think it's fine. Just add a, if you're going to have no contact shirtless, I think it, that part. And just warn people. Yeah. Yeah, I will do that. I'll tone back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Um, journalist Jake, what do you got? I have the brandishing bit. Um, if you don't know what this word means, it's when you like um, kind of wave some sort of weapon to wane off uh, or threaten or wean off some sort of danger. Um, I don't know if I told you guys this, but we did witness a gun uh, get pulled in uh, Minneapolis in North Loop. Oh, um, this weekend. Um, but it Damn. was it was uh, I felt like it was justified. Um, so I, I'll tell you this. <laughs> okay. No, so there was this guy in an Uber, right? Pulls up outside Smack Shack or wherever, 
And this this guy gets in, but then this guy, this drunk-ass motherfucker behind him tries to start, like, fighting this guy that's sitting in the Uber in the middle of the fucking road down, like, Washington Avenue or whatever that main strip is on North Loop. And they're, like, fighting in the car, and there's cars, like, driving in the road trying to so go wait, around one him. guy is in the car, the other yes. is out of the car, and they're, and they're fighting? They're trying to, like, the guy outside the car just runs up, tries to pull him out, and they're cussing at each other. I don't know if they know each other. I don't know if the guy was just drunk and thought this guy went in his Uber. And all of a sudden, I see the driver pull out his fucking gun. Get the fuck out of my car! Blah blah blah. And we're in—I was in the direction of this guy's gun, like, like a directly, pistol, like a pistol. Yeah, handgun right behind him. And I'm sitting there, whoa. <laughs> and I wasn't actually that like I was weirdly not that scared as I felt like I should have been because people were kind of like, oh shit, blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, it took me a couple of seconds to realize it was a gun. I'm also like, oh shit, he's got his gun out. But I'm like. But then I'm like, that was very warranted because the guy was sitting in the fucking middle of the road trying to pull this this uh, customer passenger out. The guy wouldn't leave him alone. Some other dude came up and like pulled the guy off eventually, and then they shut the door, and their Uber finally went away. See, but, this is why we need white pickup trucks labeled La Policia with yeah, 50 cals in the back so that exactly. things like this don't happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So no one tries to fight someone in an Uber in the middle of the road, and then the, the driver doesn't have to feel like he has to pull out his weapon. But le- legitimately, this guy wasn't leaving this guy alone. Like They were trying to have a fight. While this guy was sitting in the Uber, it's like uh, it's I don't like, know. It's like the TV show. Is it uh, Taxi Cab or whatever? Uh, ta- the game show, that Cash, Cab. Cash, Cash Cab, Cash Cab. Mm-hmm. Except you fist fight a person. Yeah. Yep. And exactly. You get shot if you yeah, lose. Yeah. I, I yeah. felt like it was something you'd see in like some sort it of was, reality show. Or it was hilarious that you started it off with, "Oh yeah, I saw someone pulled out a gun in Minneapolis." Oh, I'm like, so "Oh, dead. oh, did the, did the day end and why?" Yeah. <laughs> no, the sky's blue too. So, um, yeah. but no, it was uh, it was interesting. It was just kind of weird because we were like in the line of fire like you could see his gun point and we were directly yeah. behind the guy and like people were like oh shit that's not like necessarily surprising though because people in that line of work who work for ubers or I think, oh i don't blame them yeah. that's why i said it was justified they, i'm like they, they you're in guns. minneapolis yeah. a lot of them have dash cams too it, it was just kind of goofy and or, weird and funny but also a little scary well, jake, well, not, jake you should have made a know. really big deal out of it and you should have been like hit the fucking deck yeah. and then just like He's die got a gun dive across the street well, some people were like uh we were with we were i was with edson and he's like dude get out of the way he like pulled me i'm like dude oh like was, was edson a good enough friend did he did he lay on top of you to protect you from the gunfire he did not oh, um but he did friend. try to pull me away and i was oh, okay. I'm like, oh. oh but i'm like oh He's Ed's, not trying to like shoot us. Edson has a little, you know, special spot for you in his heart. Yeah, you know? he's a brand ambassador for the bit. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it was a brandishing bit. All right. Um, I'll uh, close this out here. I've been I've been sitting on this one for a few weeks since I haven't been uh, haven't been on the podcast, but I have the Vikings calendar bit. Um so Jake, if you remember a couple weeks ago after the Gopher game, me, you and uh who was the third person who was with us? We were with Hager. Oh yeah, no yeah. yeah. Member. So it was it was it was basically just from 10k guys jake and i we were decked out in gopher stuff in downtown st paul because after the gopher uh, illinois game go for illinois game that, ended that was disaster. a fucking heartbreaker yeah, 27 26 we, yeah we went to we went to west 7th street to watch the wild play the rangers that night which was a historic game awesome but um we ended up uh we ended up being at uh new bohemia which is connected to truck park and uh i the, this is the Vikings calendar bit. So this is not this is not a I mean this is a bit, but this part of it is not a bit. Jake was talking to a few very attractive women, and I was you know as I am I'm kind of a mooch. I walk up and well I, they they knew the bit. Okay, so they they knew of like the, that's the boss guy. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking to these women, right? Later, come out to find that they are Vikings cheerleaders, which is pretty cool. Uh, guys like Jake and I, 
Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, you told me that. I'm like, no, they're not. What? I mean, it makes sense. Because I've seen them on the broadcast. Like, that legitimately. So it's funny that here we are at a bar talking to Vikings cheerleaders. We have no business doing that in any other scenario. But here we are talking to Vikings cheerleaders. And I brought up this is where the, I'm not just sitting here trying to flex. This is where the bit comes into the Vikings calendar bit. I told them, I asked them, do you guys still do the uh, the annual calendar? And they're like, what calendar? I'm like, the annual Vikings cheerleader calendar. You know what I'm talking about, right? And they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. And I said, as a kid, every year for Christmas, in my stocking, I would find a calendar of the Vikings cheerleaders. And every month was a different cheerleader. And it said where they were from and everything. I told these girls straight up to their face that the Vikings... <laughs> The Vikings cheerleader calendar made me feel things that I've never felt before as as, as a child. Who was who was giving you that a gift for Christmas? Was it your? It parents? was my aunt because my oh, okay. my aunt uh, she's a foot doctor and and she she uh, what, there's a word for that that was it's a, put put no what is it, it starts with a P doesn't it podiatrist Haley do you know podiatrist okay. okay and she would like work on like the the feet of the women who were dancing right like she had connections she okay. has connections to all the teams because she works on the feet whatever i it sounds so degrading that was a bad description <laughs> but um anyway so i always had this fucking calendar and it was always in my room and i was always like they're hot you know you're, yeah. you're elementary school middle school or this is like before the days of really the internet because we didn't have ipods back then all we had was the family computer so like and flip phones yeah so this was like a a, a very pg version of like a porn magazine for no. me and I, I was like, I thought it was a cool calendar. And I'm like, I would still probably, as a, as a single man living on my own, I would still probably put that calendar up somewhere in my apartment. But I, I was devastated to find out that the calendar didn't come back. So I put in a strong recommendation to bring back the Vikings cheer calendar. And I bet there's a lot, based on the data we've seen from Twitter, I know there's a lot of porn guys in the Vikings community who would pay good money for that calendar. It would make them a lot of money. That's let's what I'm not saying. Be, yeah, let's not make any mistakes about it. Yeah, I don't even remember Jack saying that too. And like, I I didn't. I was so oblivious that they were cheerleaders until after the fact. You know, but they they knew about Tenka. Yeah, yeah. About the, that's well, sick. that because one it. one like a one of them uh, approached me because I'm sitting there in the Mike Hawk shit, and I'm sitting there pounding a fucking forty. Yeah, we're wearing all Gopher stuff. Yeah. yeah, we were at the game earlier, yeah. and she's like, one of my friends was wondering why you're wearing that. Blah blah blah. So we go over there, and I'm like, ah, it's just for a bit. It's for like a ten k takes. So like, you're part of ten thousand takes. And they showed us they all follow it. And that's when I'm like, yeah, he's our CEO. <laughs> he's the guy who founded it. And then it just yeah. started going and then, from there. Yeah, and that. I'm like, oh, shit, you're Vikings cheerleaders. Like, super cool. You guys do a great job. And then I just, out of nowhere, I'm like, do you, like, which month on the calendar are you? I think <laughs> I said something like that. And they were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're not telling me the calendar doesn't exist anymore. Well, dude, there's also... Um there's a lot more than 12 cheerleaders on the yeah, cheer yeah, squad. Yeah, so yeah. it's also, you maybe, gotta be, you gotta yeah. be an elite cheerleader to right. get one of those spots. Right. Or I guess maybe you'd start splitting it. Maybe, maybe you do like three different versions yeah. of the calendar or, or like maybe a few of the months, there's two girls on it or something. Yeah. And it's like a diagonal split, but it was, I, it was a cool thing. Yeah. And you would go to the games. You'd be like, Oh yeah, she was like the month of June last year. Like there's December on the field right there. I see. Yeah. Her. I have when felt I was, things. Yeah, about her. yeah. That was my first erection. That oh. was December. <laughs> I felt funny looking at that. I month. told them that straight up to their face. They thought it was hilarious. I'm like, you guys got to talk to your boss about bringing back the calendar. I bet you would make people's lives with that. Yeah, I got I got in trouble when I was 12 years old because uh, we were subscribed to Sports Illustrated. And as soon as that swimsuit yes, I, issue yeah. came in, I took it. And my mom's like, why is this in your room? 
This is blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was not happy. <laughs> this is. My, I remember just my dad saying, "Like it's it's normal. He's a boy, Heather." I just right. That. Yes. <laughs> That's why the calendar was a great thing. It's a great thing. Uh, I have one honorable mention bit before we go to commercial. Uh, I also uh, I there. It's not even a bit. It's a cancellation. I know we're not doing canceled. I just want to cancel the downtown St. Paul construction project. Oh yeah. So as you guys may have seen, I actually live now about a block away from the studio. I just take an alleyway to get to my apartment. Super great. Living in Lower Town's awesome. About a 15-minute walk from the X, two-minute walk to CHS Field, 30-second walk to here. I'm pretty close to the Bulldog. A lot of awesome stuff down here. But the construction is still everywhere. We're recording this November 21st. They're out there working in the dark because when I walked over there, they were still grinding away and they had a truck with headlights on. It's like ADHD construction. You know, one day they're over there and they do some work over here. Next thing you know, this road is closed over there. And then this sewer system is dug up over here. So they block off that road too. And then they come back to the original. There's no organization. And there's it. no warning either. It doesn't tell you, hey, next week, this is going to be, it doesn't say no, any of that. It's And in a city that's already confusing to navigate with one ways everywhere, it's been kind of a disaster to assimilate to this or to get used to this city when all this construction's happening. I'm also questioning, do they think they're actually going to get all this done by the deadline? Because, like, as they say in Game of Thrones, winter's coming. Like, <laughs> And when that snow falls, they're fucked. So yeah, they're impossible spring as soon as it falls. I have a hard time believing that this is all going to be done come December. Yeah, I thought they had told me it was supposed to be done early de- November. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, That's the, construction for you. The construction in my alleyway, connect, like, which is my easiest way to get, at least when I need to drop stuff off to my apartment, the easy way into the alley is completely blocked. Hmm. So I, the construction situation is an absolute nightmare and I, there must be a method to the madness, but I don't believe there is. So, all right. No end in sight. Let's take one more quick commercial break and then we'll bring our new underdog segment in folks. A lot of people know about this podcast, but they don't know that here at 10,000 takes, we have a ton of other shows. We do go for pregame on KFAN 100.3, sometimes wild pregame. We also have an awesome network of podcasts, including wild takes covering the Minnesota wild third and forever covering the NFC North, as well as state of skull covering the Minnesota Vikings. They actually do a live stream after every game, reacting to everything as well, reading the comments, and then 10K Bets, focusing on all things sports betting. If you want to find some of our other pages, you can go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com, click the Listen tab, and you'll be able to find links to all of our other shows. Like I mentioned, if you like us, you should check out some of our friends here in the 10,000 Takes podcast family and network at 10ktakesmn.com. Click the Listen tab. All right. The final segment, I think this is going to be a weekly segment. Maybe we'll do the tail end of the Minnesota rundown with this. But this is uh, a little underdog pick segment we're going to start doing week by week. And if you don't know what underdog is, it is a legal way to sports. It's uh, fantasy fan- sports. Fantasy sports play on, uh, on underdog. You can go to underdogfantasy.com or you can download the underdog app. All you have to do is just pick between two and five players, fill out your pick entry. You do higher or lower on stats, such as, let's say, in football, touchdowns, rushing yards, rushing attempts. They have all sorts of awesome props on every single player, every single sport, hockey, basketball, racing, baseball, the whole nine yards. UFC? So, yeah, UFC, if you want to get started and do this legally with us in the state of Minnesota, follow along. You can download the Underdog Fantasy app or go to underdogfantasy.com, use promo code 10k at sign up 
and you get your first deposit doubled up to, it says $100. I believe it's five for the whole NFL season they're doing, $500. So if you were to deposit $500, they'd match that and you'd yep. have a thousand in your account. Yep. I like that. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 a great app. It's a lot of fun. It's a way, I know we don't have legal sports gambling in Minnesota, so this is a, a very good alternative, I would say. Mm-hmm. Use um, your knowledge of sports to, to place, this is, this is why it's fantasy sports. Use your knowledge to, to think, is this person get higher or lower than this? It's a pretty easy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just higher or lower. And, and then, uh, if you if you believe in us, you can take our picks. I yeah. mean, once maybe wait till we start keeping score, maybe. But if, yeah. if there's really bold ones too, they do these things called pepper picks, where they boost the odds on it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if Lamar Jackson has had a fumble the last two games, but there's no way he'd fumble this week, they might say, okay, well, if you have the ball to take him for another fumble, we'll double the odds on that one, and then your your uh, potential payout's a lot higher. Mm-hmm. But if you pick. If you pick five different plays and guess higher or lower on them and you hit all five of them, you went up to 20 times your money, which I've seen people put in 50 bucks and and walk away with like four grand. So it's a really fun app. And like I said, we're going to be doing this probably every show and we're going to be doing a running count. So the way we're going to do it is we're going to each pick three different plays a week. And then the point system will be based on how many of them hit. And then we haven't come up with a punishment yet. We're going to do this until maybe the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So that gives us a good sixth, seventh month window mm-hmm. and three picks, one one of these a week. Yeah, there should be a good amount of points, a little bit of separation. Do we have a file save somewhere where we can accurately track this? That's going to be an, an offline conversation okay, okay, we should probably okay. have uh, yeah. about about tracking it. But um, I think everyone, I think we got to trust everyone to report their own. Yeah, their own. We, yeah, yeah, well, see, we'll, 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 we'll say them. We'll say them live, so you know you have. Uh, yeah. It's been heard, so yep. you can't just like the next week be like, I didn't choose that. No, you did. You and said Cam, it live. Cam's already at least one point behind. Yeah, yes. unless unless we all go zero for zero, which yeah. the odds mm-hmm. of that happening aren't great. But um, so I guess let's just start with you, Wags. Uh, what are your three plays this week? Yeah, so I'm going to do uh, ten dollars on my three picks. If my three picks hit, I'll win sixty dollars. Looking forward to that. So I'm going to go Jake Moody. He's the 49ers kicker. I'm taking him higher than two point five extra points made. I definitely think they're going to score three touchdowns, and I think that he should make every single extra point. That seemed pretty easy. Who to do me. they play again? Um, they play Seattle, so that's also not okay. like a super super difficulty. They're a good team, but they're not the top, you know, top Thanks, five. Top Thanksgiving 10 of the night game. Um, that is the night game, seven twenty yeah. Thursday night. Yes, it's our Duncan. That's a Duncan <laughs> deal. Um, and then I also have uh, I got two picks on the afternoon games here. Actually, sorry, I have so actually I do have one Friday pick. I have uh, Miami at New York Jets. I have Tyreek Hill going higher than seventy two point five receiving yards. It's like whenever I see Tyreek, it's really easy to choose a higher because he always hits it. And on top of that, I really do feel like the Jets, um, the wheels are falling off. They just demoted yeah. Zach Wilson, the third string quarterback. I think the defense is sick of carrying the load. I honestly think the whole organization right now might just start tanking. I really, really do. So it's crazy that that defense gave up. Yeah, because they are. They're a top they were, five defense, yeah, dude. They, they really are. They're, they're clearly just, they don't want to get hurt for next year. Mm-hmm. Why, which is why, why would you play your heart? Which out? is why I've seen Tyree Kill's line at um, like 90 yards before. That's why it's only 72.5 yards. And because I believe the Jets are starting to fall off, I'm going to go take Tyree uh, Hill higher. And then my final pick will be the two, uh, the 320 um, game on Thanksgiving Day between Washington and Dallas. I'm choosing Scary Terry to catch more than 4.5 receptions. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously I'm choosing him to choose uh, to get five or higher. So yeah, those are my picks. I got Jake Moody over. Uh, uh, two two and a half extra points. Tyree Kill over seventy two point five yards, and Scary Terry at over four point five receptions. I like it. You know, it's funny that last year they did. They Tyree Kill was having a very similar year to Justin Jefferson last year, where he was going a hundred plus yards every game consistently. And eventually, Underdog and Prize Picks and all those other apps were starting to put JJ's 
line at like a hundred plus every game. Yeah. They haven't done it with Tyreek yet. They keep putting him down in the sixties, seventies, expecting him to have an off game and he just won't do it. Yeah, so. And at the beginning of the year, they were putting Justin Jefferson at still around a hundred. So which yeah. is crazy. Yep. I think it's just because the Jets do have on paper a top a top five defense, but mm-hmm. as you mentioned, they're giving up. It, feel, it really feels like it. They're sick of it. I think Salah's. I think they've lost the locker room for sure. Zach Wilson is not <laughs> has not done anything. He was kind of grimy the first few weeks and would get some good wins. That is now, yeah, they're kind of in tank mode. It seems like there's it, no right? reason for Rodgers to come back at this point. Wait till next year. Yeah, so I think they're all just kind of like, all right, well, this year's done, so there's no point in. You know, I guess for stats, stats are cool. But even Sauce Gardner on Sunday just did not look like he was trying. <laughs> he literally, uh, for no reason, he suplexed Steph- he suplexed Stephon Diggs and, yeah. and cost him 15 yards. He yeah. also seems to And he probably out. got a find. He definitely got a find, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Journalist Jake, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with uh, Sir Tyreek Hill. Um, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> he hasn't been knighted. You can't do that. Oh, he kind of has through Tua Tagovailoa. Um I'm going to go higher six receptions on him. Okay. Uh, I think he's been averaging like eight receptions a yeah, game. Like I mean, eight, he's, he is the target eight, on eight, that 10, team. I think, or his last three games. Yeah. So I'm going with him on that. And then Brees Hall, higher than 24 and a half receiving yards. I think he's an easy option to, you know, I think who's the quarterback Tim now? Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. <laughs> what is, a is, fucking name. Is that he the one who threw five touchdowns for the Packers? Or am yeah, I Boyle? Uh, no, no, that was uh, Matt Flynn, right? Yeah. Or, but but Boyle, Boyle has played this year. He uh he threw, yeah. he threw two touchdowns two games ago. I think yeah, and I think obviously since he's a inexperienced quarterback that he's going to dump it off a lot to the running back, I feel like. So I feel like Brees Hall's definitely going to hit that. Tim Boyle has played for every team in the NFC North except for the Vikings. Oh, really? That's yeah. hilarious. Well, then he needs to come to the Vikings next yeah, year. Yeah, he needs to fulfill, the, pro- should... fulfill the prophecy. <laughs> Shit, we Dude, this is just, okay, let's do his career NFL stats as of week 11, 2023. Three touchdowns, nine interceptions, Ooh. 607 yards, a 50.9 passer rating. That seems like the guy but, for the Jets. But... If he is going to throw the ball, he's probably throwing it to his running back. Exactly, because it's going to be the option, the what easiest happened, option. Is Mike White, is he the backup in Miami now? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, th- I thought he was the next guy up. I'm surprised the Jets didn't keep him. I, oh. I guess so Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, yes. And then I have George Kittle, um, higher than 51 and a half receiving yards. Dude, George Kittle is so... He's been great as of late. He has been, but he's so iffy, because just some some games he'll, he'll put up 70 yards, and some games he'll put up three yards. I think I it's... I, some games, he, he either gets targeted a lot or not or none, at all. Yeah. So that's the thing. is You're risking that, but I'm I'm going with... That's the Thursday game, both the... But uh, they, Thursday night game. Jets, Miami, or Friday. Uh, yeah, who uh, the the Forty ers play against? Who again? Which team? Uh, Seattle. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and they don't have a they don't have the best mm. defense. They're so. playing in Seattle, which could factor in. But I mean, I feel like San Francisco could Gosh, run them up. I hate the NFC West. It's just it's old. It's brutal. I'm sick of it. Is that, yeah, was that two or three picks? Those are three. Okay, all three picks are going to go three for three. All right. Um, I I actually have three completely different ones than you guys did. Awesome. Um, let's start with Laporta over forty five and a half receiving yards yeah. on uh, what's his first name? Sam. Sam. Yep. Mm. Sam. He's uh, everyone was saying, oh, he's he's better than T.J. Hawkinson. The Hawkinson trade was a disaster. Not true at all. I that's uh, it's in my opinion, it's similar to the Diggs Jefferson trade. I yeah. think both teams are happy with it. Yeah, yeah, it worked out for both teams. But yeah, Laporta is a stud. Um, it, I, I am happy for Lions fans that they get to finally wake up a year on Thanksgiving and not hate their lives <laughs> yeah. like they normally would. You're already living in Detroit, and then you have to go hang out with your family, mingle, do the small talk while watching your team get murdered. That's a sad existence. I don't want that for anybody. So I'm happy that Lions fans get some hope this year. I think they play the Packers in the early game. 
Is that right? Mm, yeah, I, they play the Packers. They yes. play the Packers, so they they should blow them out of the water. You would think. You would think. Yeah, Packers look decent against uh, Los Angeles, but also Los Angeles. Like they they should have won the game if it wasn't for that Quentin Johnson. Was it Quentin Johnson who dropped that ball at mm-hmm. the end? That yeah. was so bad. And yeah. then the Bears just totally fumbled the bag. Right. Yeah. They did. They did. They, uh, yeah. And I think is there a stat about Jordan Love where he's leading the league in like. 20 plus yard passes or something there's a crazy stat around jordan love being good down the field which is insane Uh, see i didn't see that i saw that last game that he played was his first game he's ever thrown for over 300 yards yeah but that's all i know about there i mean detroit's defense has not looked great as of lately outside of hutchinson so i mean i they made they made justin fields look like an absolute baller last week yeah poorly coached team so honestly either way i think it's going to be a high scoring game i think it's going to be a fun one it's always the early slate so yeah laporta over 45 and a half receiving yards i also have cd lamb over 89 and a half receiving yards he's had over 100 his last few games they're playing the washington commanders who sold a lot of their de- a couple of their defensive players at the their deadline D-line, yeah their 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 defense is completely destroyed uh who did they play last week they just ran up the score. Oh, the Giants. Yeah. Tommy DeVito threw two two touchdowns yeah. against that defense last week. So I th- and and the Cowboys play amazing against bad teams. They really beat the shit out of bad teams. So I think CeeDee Lamb's going to have 89 and a half receiving yards by the fourth quarter, by the third quarter. And then I'm going to end it with my this is the most bold one. We talk about Tim Boyle. I have Tim Boyle over 0.5 passing touchdowns oh you have you think he's gonna get his fourth career touchdown? yeah i think he's gonna get one he so he, he played two games who are they playing so oh, if, yeah. if i don't know really quickly yeah they're so they're playing the My, uh miami miami who if you look dude i mean the raiders had 21 points against miami or 20 points last week and they they're on to who, who's there O'Con- o'connell connell something the Raiders backup quarterback? Oh, Aiden, Aiden O'Connell, O'Connell. the yeah. Purdue prospect. He's not amazing. Product. So, like, no. uh, he was able to just destroy that defense last week, or he was at least able to put up yeah. some. I think, I mean, I think Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle could maybe, like, an out route to to your guy, uh, um, fucking Brees Hall. Hall. Yeah. Maybe a quick slant to Garrett Wilson. Maybe it's a play where he does a short screen pass and the guy runs. I think he can at least get a touchdown. Okay, yeah. I, two games ago, so... Uh, what uh, is that a boosted pick? It's not, but okay. oh, a boosted damn. pick for Tim Boyle is 0.5 fumbles lost. That payout is boosted to 0.1.75. Oh, that's not a bad one to take. And dude. then 1.5 interceptions is boosted to 1.25x. But <laughs> it's, it's the negative stats that are boosted. Yeah, that's for crazy. Him. But the last two two games ago, or at least in his career, Tim Boyle played against New York Giants and threw for two touchdowns and zero interceptions. So he has it in him. And this is his fourth career game, fifth career, or how many games has he actually played? Not a lot. Was it 12 games? 12? Okay. Or no, he's, he's he's thrown for three touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And then... Yeah. Okay. And that to what? I don't know how many games that'd be. I think he's capable of throwing one. I think he could do uh, one. Tim Boyle. Maybe. maybe. Your local contractor slash plumber slash car guy. It's one of those things where it's like that team is in such shambles that anyone could go in there and make an impact at this point, and he he could. Theoretically, with how bad Zach Wilson has been, he could just go in there and, you know, it's a new guy. Everyone Mm -hmm. might try a little harder. It might put a different effect on the offense. New energy. Just for one game, he'll go off. Next week, he, he might go to hell. But right. he's he's running off the, the high of, of being the starter. And there's something about – there's some, sometimes it works, man. When you bench the guy who, is, who has been awful, sometimes the guy behind him comes in and just lights it up. So 
I mean, it was kind of the same with Dobbs and Kirk, not that Kirk got benched, but, and not that Dobbs was even a backup, but you know, one guy goes down it rallies the team around this new person. And mm-hmm. sometimes it works. Sometimes it does with that three and nine ratio is what really can say. That's tough. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. And I think the Jets have one of the worst O-lines in the league. It's not good. Yes. <laughs> it's not been good so, all year. Yeah. Still, so that the fumbles lost pick might be a good one. I actually I'm I'm going to switch my pick to that. Oh really? <laughs> I'm going to do the fumble. The fumble. I think oh, we're going to do I, I think he's going to get fucking hit so hard for, because that offensive line is and so bad. And he's trying to hold on to the football aggressively yep. way too long yep. and trying to evade and just gets plastered. Yeah, and this pick like happening. I said folks, it's boosted 1.75x. So if I do all three of those picks, $25 pays out. I believe it's like 200 and damn. It's almost $200 I think. Maybe even more. So I, I don't have the slip pulled up, but it'll be over two hundred dollars for just if I do a twenty five dollar mm-hmm. entry because of that boosted one point seven five X on the fumble. So once again, underdogfantasy.com or the underdog app, promo code ten K at sign up, uh, and they'll match your deposit up to five hundred dollars. So even if you only want to put in twenty, you still got forty. That's four ten dollar entries. You know, it gives you a little action on Thanksgiving. It's fun to fun to have some action in the game, but mm-hmm. yeah. we'll make Thanksgiving a lot more interesting. Yeah, while you're recovering from the food coma, you can sit yep. down and watch your your underdog. Ignore plays. your family and watch football to see if your picks hit. Yep. I'm glad that Zeke is finally off the Cowboys, so we don't have to see him jump into the fucking Salvation Army yeah. pot and Oof. eat. That bit's over. It's him. done. It's done. It's 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 over. dead. It was fun watching the Vikings on Thanksgiving last year. It, Remember JJ yeah, didn't yeah. want to eat oh, the yeah. turkey because he had his grills in. Yeah, and then uh, and Adam Thielen was like, "That shit's dry." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kirk got to take a bite of the turdunkin. He's like, "I want, I want, I want the turdunkin. I want the, the turdunkin. It's the turdunkin. He's a big I'll take the guy. leg." <laughs> he doesn't even seem like he's like just played football. He looked like your typical dad. Dude, Kirk Cousins is an AI man. I swear to God, he's an he's an, an, an AI. He's an AI. Yeah. All right, folks, that does it for another episode of It's a Bit. Thank you for listening so much. Remember to go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. Check out all the blogs we have on there. You can also go to the Listen tab to listen to all the different shows we have under us here at 10K Takes. And make sure to click the Shop tab, as Jake mentioned at the beginning of the show. There's a lot of awesome stuff on there from Minnesota hockey collection to football to baseball. There's a lot of really cool stuff on there that you'll like if you're a Minnesota sports fan. Thank you so much for supporting us and listening, as always. We'll see you next week.